feels so good. That's right, after quarantining for several months now, which, uh, by the way, happy pandemic to the rest of the world, uh, we have decided to reconvene for episode 122 of Three Fans in a Pod, because my word, it just feels so damn right. It does. It does feel good. It been too long. It has been too long. The longest. Fuck a quarantine. It's been a long time. Fuck a quarantine. You shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step two. Step two. I have no timber. apologies. <laughs> I am no Timberland. <laughs> I have no Timberland. Um, but yeah, episode 122, we're just... Well, I'm going to say that I have the belt, so yeah, reigning champion. We'll see. When we get home, I don't have any place, so we'll make sure. Well, no, it'll still be mine, because you never got to take position. Because oh, I'm pretty sure, like, after that pay-per-view is when we... Yeah, the last... Mine. Our last episode was, uh... <laughs> Elimination Chamber predictions. Yeah, so yeah. Anywho. We never read them. I don't care. Right now, I'm reading a bone and beef. Beef, beef, whatever. Spiked seltzer, and it tastes like grapefruit. And yeah, that's what I'm drinking. Because, yeah. I'm old, and it doesn't make my tummy hurt. I'm going to drink it because I don't have no sugar in it. So. That's why I don't drink beer as often oh, anymore. Oh, that's a sweet tea, but I still want some. I don't eat a lot. <laughs> I'm gonna turn into like a grumpy old man. <laughs> Not even a lady, just a grumpy old man. I am I'm no lady. I am all grumpy man. 100% grumpy man. 100% grumpy man. Facebook ad earlier for, I don't know, some online shop, and they had a sweatshirt that just said unladylike across the front, and I'm like, that should be mine. <laughs> it should be mine. Because I am the sleazy one. You are the sleazy one. The sleaziest of G's. And I'm drinking a Southern Sun peach vodka and orange juice mm-hmm. screwdriver. Wow. And it's delicious. It's the best. It's so good. I would like to drink it faster. But yeah, I haven't been right. drinking a whole lot lately, so it hits me harder. Because <laughs> I'm an old lady who gets girl drink drunk. <laughs> and it's me, the Carney Katie, the killer color, the coolest cat, always sitting on the motherfucking table. And I'm drinking a Bud Light. Hmm. Why? Because it's light. Yeah, it's got it. it does not have <laughs> It does not. Um, I don't know, because it tastes like water. Uh, it, it's like I'm getting hydrated, but I'm drinking beer. All at the same time. All at the same time. It's a healthy beer. Also, slightly because I am an old person, I feel like I can't like drink craft beers like I used to. <laughs> no. I, I no, cannot. I do... But it's not like a whole six pack. Like so this episode is about how we all got old. Oh, we <laughs> got old really fast, and I get hungover easily. Because it, it makes me feel like poo poo. It makes me feel like poo poo. Because a lady who I follow on Instagram, uh, today is her fortieth birthday, and she was like, "I heard that uh, you give less bucks," and I was like, uh, "I turned forty in February, and I can tell you it is totally true." That you do give less fucks. The older you get, just the fucks fall off you in your life. I do. Don't pay Almost zero. I mean, almost zero. I got like a half dozen fucks left. That's it. (laughs) I mean, I could probably possibly harvest more, but I doubt it's gonna happen. These these fucks are fading fast. Like I'm not gonna. How does one harvest a fuck? Well, you sow what you reap. Reap what you sow. 
Maybe. That was an interesting conversation. <laughs> it's been too long, ladies. It's been too long. <laughs> and we're recording in a new place. Yes. yes. Uh, this is the first time at... Uh, Casa de Sleeves. Casa de Sleeves. <laughs> yes. sign that says that. <laughs> Thank you. I, I will make myself one. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to get you when I'm just making myself one. Uh, yeah. She's... That's what we have. Call her, have her make the sign. Hey, can you make the sign <laughs> somebody... I have no idea what would give you that idea. I have no idea. Uh, God, no, everything's about you. Jesus. Her, I want her to start balls in the world. a whorehouse in Mexico. Casa please. You mean Emily to the Marriott should be in the place outside? <laughs> Well, sure. You're going to play the mariachi band? Yes. Okay. I'm not going to look at the bar or anything mariachi band outside. Yep. We're in Mexico. I could find an actual mariachi band. <laughs> actually had the town. <laughs> you guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, like, there's like a triangle and yeah. a <laughs> <laughs> Neither one of those instruments are in a mariachi band. That's exactly like, why I would not hire you. What if we dress the part? <laughs> 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 like, what song are you playing? It's more like Jethro Tull. Please not be done. Please <laughs> not be done. Ding, 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 ding. It did make it worse. It'd be very <laughs> sad. <laughs> Little Jethro Tull. The only thing you know is please not be done. Oh my god. <laughs> So we're totally gonna stay on track this episode. <laughs> what track? There's no track. Even the whole year's off track, so yeah. No. So why should this episode? <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, we've missed a lot in wrestling, a lot, and we just do not have time to cover all of it. No, so we're just gonna talk about bigger, you know, picture things. I mean, probably in general, just some even things. Even. Maybe we'll throw some sprinkles of. Stuff Life. in there, some right? <laughs> yeah, talk about things. We a little stuff. <laughs> you got yourself a thing. With a show and people and words. And think of this shit like that. a burrito. <laughs> Wrapped up with shit and served to you on a plate. Preferably styrofoam in this case, but you'll take it. <laughs> but you'll have oh, one it's you. cold in the middle. We don't care. <laughs> and some shriveled up kale as decoration. <laughs> you pick it up and it Plate crumbles. dressing. Law basically, you're just saying yeah, like, like when they, one of the best reputations. He's a great, has a great personality, sweet guy, you know, very, you know, humble, nice guy. Very, and I, it's just really, really depressing. I mean, crime time is always cool. Yeah, it's just, it's always sad mm-hmm. something like that because you just like, you know, you the had son really and control, it. and then yeah, like you just like, and can you? I don't know. Just imagine the family and the son too. I mean, that's your dad. Yeah, and like mean, your last gosh, memory of him is fucked up, bad. man. It's so fucking sad. And to be, if you thought about it, it's probably one of like those times they're you know getting out because everybody's you know quarantined and all that stuff, and it's just fucking depressing, right? But other than that, I mean, I don't know how much we want more we want to go with that. I guess just you know, I definitely feel for the family and good vibes or whatever yes, you need. Good vibes and whatever you need. What I hate, say, I hate saying it. thoughts and prayers anymore because it just has such a weird reputation now. Yeah, it's like, I know, yeah. like, I mean, it is definitely a nice thing to say, but I feel like people say it so much, but definitely, like, That's kind of I feel they're friendly. Yeah. I can never imagine something yeah. like that, and so I hope for them that you know, whatever makes it easier imagine. makes it easier. But It'll bringing be- it up a little bit, we can talk about some more exciting news. 
kind of on the flip side of that. Yes, but yeah. Becky Lynch has a bun in the oven. She's pregnant. She, as yes. Jim Cornette. So this, you yeah, I haven't, uh, I haven't listened to his podcast as much, so I'm at a little loop on that. But, but he's um, tweeting. He's tw- a lot. tweeting, twittering a storm, if you will. Oh, but um, like, I haven't paid it much attention besides to that. That kind of going back to Money in the Bank. So Oscar wins Money in the Bank. Yeah, which I was a little surprised. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah super happy fine. for her though, because yeah. I mean the end result was perfect for me. But um. So she wins money in the bank, obviously, you know, alluding to the fact that she's won a contract, more than likely, yeah. to have challenged Becky Lynch. Just a time out. Are you recording this on here, too? Because yeah. I just noticed it was messing up again. Yeah. I just want to make sure. Yeah, we need I just to stop. Like, I don't want to get into this and we be like, so. Yeah, I just want, yeah, I want no, to No, 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 that's okay. That. It's fine. Okay. I missed a little bit about Shad, but it, I think where we, where it cut off and where we picked up, I think it'll tie together well. That'll be okay. Oh, yes, yes. I'm trying to find something on here where I can record, but anyway. Uh, so, Becky? Yes, uh, Becky is pregnant, and Oscar won money in the bank. Uh, presumably, you know, wins a contract to most likely challenge Becky Lynch. But, so, the Monday after the pay-per-view, Becky comes down to the ring, and the money in the bank briefcase is in the ring on a little table. Because it can't just float there, it's a briefcase. Because <laughs> it can't just float there, <laughs> unless it's hanging from the ceiling. But she basically is getting a little teary-eyed, and, you know, talking about it. Hasn't said anything yet. But um, she calls Oscar down the ring. Oscar comes down, and she opens up the briefcase, and the actual raw woman's belt is in there. And she says, "You go be a warrior, cause I'm gonna be a mother." And tears. <laughs> yeah, I was so happy for. Her. And you could tell that Oscar, that was genuine emotion when that she told her. Like she was like, "Oh my god, I'm so happy for you." And she was like, "I'm also happy for me, cause I have the belt now." But yeah, congratulations. No, that's I'm really happy for them. I think that's super exciting. And I think it's a good time because at this point she could still have a baby and even if she wanted to come back later, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, she could still come back. I think that's exciting. Yay. I'm very excited for her and Seth. Um, Yes. I assume maybe that the wedding will be postponed. I don't know. I feel like I read something about that that they might. And they were like, eh, it'll happen when it happens. And I was like, good for you guys. Yeah. Don't stick to society's norms. But Right? Yeah, I don't give a shit. (laughs) But, um. Regardless of that, so that happens, you know, everyone's super happy for them. Another thing with Becky Lynch, though, is, like, I feel like she's done everything you could possibly do in the women's division at this point. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's better to get out now before people get way tired of it. Right? Like, now, if she didn't come back and this was how she left, which is totally up to her. You do you, girl. But, like, she'll go down as a legend. Yeah. And then if she even came back later, she'd still be like, oh, shit, it's Becky. You know, instead of like, we're getting tired of her. Why is she here? (laughs) Why are you here? Why why is she Go away. (laughs) That news comes out. Everyone's super excited. And then I swear to God, I think the next day, Jim Cornette just (laughs) goes off about her being pregnant. not like like it that she's pregnant. Oh my god, really? Thinks that she's making a mistake, I guess, basically. It's something about, like, why would you choose to be psychotic for, like, nine months or something like that over over making a million dollars in a year? Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck, Jim Cornette? Like, Jesus Christ. Like... You know, he just I mean, went off. That, may, that went may have been the route off. for him to take, just not having kids and stuff. And that was his choice, but 
don't fault her for doing what she wants she's, to do. I'm sure stuff. she's made plenty of money. Right? Like, I don't think that has anything to do with it. Seth's making plenty of money. I don't They'll think money okay. is their issue. I think they want to have a family because at this point I'm sure yeah. she feels secure enough to have a family. Or maybe they didn't even plan it and they just got pregnant. Even if it, who cares? Yeah, Say your business. Life. <laughs> Say your business. Go right. Ahead. It's none of your business. I think you shouldn't be talking about it. Like, just he's how old is Becky? I think she's in her mid thirties. Well, she. I mean, I feel like she could have the baby, and if she wanted to come back in like a couple of years. Yeah. yeah. So like what after I said, the pregnancy, like and then good... maybe after the first year with the kid. Like, if she wanted to, she could easily do it. I feel, I mean, easily. Yeah. Like, not an issue there. But even if she doesn't want to, none of our business. But, I just, I get so upset with Jim Cornette sometimes, because he says this crazy ass shit, but if you actually, like, I don't like listening to him talk about current wrestling, but talking about wrestling history, listening to talk about that is so He knows amazing. a lot. Yeah. yeah. But he, yeah. now he's He's the treasure like, trove of old school wrestling, but... Yeah, and I could listen to him talk about that for days. That's one of the reasons why I love him in Dark Side of the Ring. But he knows so much, but then you're just like... And then he just talks like so, something crazy like this. And I'm like, why do you open your mouth sometimes? Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah, I don't <laughs> Why know. do you feel the need to speak about a woman's body? What she does with her body is her business. Yeah. She's having a baby. She's going to pop out a baby. Yeah. Would you prefer her, like, I don't know, get an abortion behind Seth's back and they break <laughs> up? Like, I don't know what kind of, Sort of crazy scenario you're thinking. I'm sure. Probably like, like that. Would make for better TV. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like I said, I'm pretty sure that's the exact What if he's like, we have her give birth to a hand. Like, oh no, God. we don't, because we did that already. <laughs> Two is like, bring it back. And then Vince like, how'd you get in my office? <laughs> Mark Henry's still trying to live that shit down. <laughs> like, he's like, that never happened. It did. I'm we surprised no one's made a meme of like the hand being like, Mark Henry owes child support. Hand support. I don't know. Hand support. <laughs> the hand's like, I'm having to go out and get a hand job <laughs> to support my hand I self. I have to give hand jobs to make money, Dad. Handy. It's the only thing I can do. Hand jibbers. That would be the hamburger helper mascot. <laughs> oh, God. My options are limited. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um... But yeah, that's probably the biggest two things that have kind of happened here recently. Mm-hmm. Um, now, as far as just kind of covering some general things, like I believe when we stopped doing the podcast, they had kind of started doing the no audience thing. Yeah. The longer it's gone, the weirder it's gotten for me. Yeah. I don't, I think I feel like I'm kind of getting used to it, but not. Not with WWE. With AEW, I'm getting used to AEW it. AEW makes it better. I like yeah. how they're doing it. I agree, because WWE, it just seems weird. Like, well, it's like... Awkward, it, and you're like... Uh, so, it was like I don't want to even watch it. I'm going to look away while you're talking. Right, it's awkward. Like, I don't know. Well, it was like uh. at first they were trying to just pl- like pretend that there wasn't... I don't know how to say this. It's like they were trying to gloss over the fact that there was no audience there. Yeah, yeah but the thing and is, you almost have to address it, because if you don't, it seems even weirder. And that's why I think right, AEW yeah. did it better right off the bat, because, I mean, I think, I think maybe the first episode, it was kind of awkward, and then the next week, 
they had, you know, like Austin and Billy Gunn and yeah. you know, a couple of people like and like off to the side. Yeah. yeah. And I like uh, kind of seeing like the random wrestlers uh, watching you're like Jimmy Havoc kind of out there. Yeah. And they're using Pineapple that to create storylines at this point. It's yeah, amazing. yeah, yeah. Which honestly, why not at this point? Because you got to do something. Because if it's it just feels so static and weird mm-hmm. when like they're just talking and like getting listening no reaction and you're just like. Yeah. Awkward. Don't care. Now I will say there are some people that do very fine with it. Like it doesn't affect them, and their promos still come out very well. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people where if they don't get that reaction, you're like, oh no. Yeah, (laughs) no. There. Yeah, definitely some issues. Yeah, WWE was definitely not acknowledging at first that there wasn't an audience. That's how I was trying to say it. Yeah, like like, you know, dismissing it. They were still coming. Yeah, it's like the wrestlers were still coming down a ramp. Of some sort, and like looking around, like there was a crowd and doing their stuff. Like, there's no. And it seems like, (laughs) yeah, it seems like the first time I noticed anyway that they were acknowledging that nobody was there was when Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak were coming out, and Drew Gulak was trying to like, you know, like he's trying to hype the crowd with it. And Daniel Bryan literally like stopped and like like hit him on the arm, like there's nobody here. And to me, uh, for me, that was the first time I noticed them acknowledging the fact that there was no audience yeah. there. And they've done that more in different ways since then. But I just, I think AEW just, they it's, got it. They got it right off the bat. And I feel like WWE waited too long to where now you're right. like, well, now you're just bad. Like, now, <laughs> yeah, and now you're just doing it because AEW is doing it. But you're not even doing it as well as they did. Right. And like, I noticed a couple, it might have been this past week or the week before... Like, some of them off to the side had signs. Like, they yeah. were, like... A couple yes. times, Sean Spears had, like, a, two uh, blocks of wood so he can do, like, loud clapping. <laughs> I love the whole storyline with him and MJF at first where they were, like, doing bets and stuff like that. Yes. <laughs> like, their gambling ring. Yes. <laughs> it was amazing. I love it. I loved it. I mean, like, Chris Jericho got into a feud with a guy named Pineapple Pete. Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, pineapple peas. And so then he, like, yes. yeah, he was doing common uh, commentary with Tony Schiavone. Yeah. While Jr. and Excalibur were out, and that was that's been my favorite part of all of this. That has been the highlight for me of all of this stuff is the. I have a couple of highlights from AEW. That I loved. Uh, I love Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy in AEW uh, is what Matt Hardy should have always have been in WWE. Oh yeah. So since all this has that been was, happening, yeah, he was way more impressive than I really. I honestly was blown away. Uh, like watching close, I was like, wow, this is this is what you should be. I think that was the the first no audience episode was when Matt Hardy showed and up. And he did the weird teleportation uh-huh. thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. You're like, he's up in the rafters. Nope. Oh, the... Vanguard one. Yeah, Vanguard one. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like, Chris Jericho is selling a story with a drone, which they've done with Matt Hardy before, mm-hmm. but the way Chris Jericho is selling it is hilarious. He keeps trying, or kept trying to recruit him. Like, you're giving him a shirt. shirt. <laughs> He's like the, hung a shirt on the, on the drone. So the best thing that they've probably done since a little bit of the bubbly, a little bit Chris of the bubbly, is that one episode where he gives Vanguard one the shirt where he's at his house and then he goes release the house and it's like all this tiny dogs. Oh yeah, my God. there's like a Shih Tzu and a Maltese. <laughs> like that's cute. That and the um oh what else was it? I can't remember now. Oh the other part has escaped me. Oh, the bubbly bunch. Oh, yeah. The bubbly like the bunch. Brady bunch. Yeah. They have the different panels with all the 
They've been killing it. But um, mm-hmm. Matt Hardy's just in-ring work has been astounding. And we've always joked about this, where like he can only bend at the hips. He can't bend his yeah. knees. He's still like that, but it's not as noticeable. Right. Like, in WWE, yeah. it was so noticeable, because yeah. you're like, you can only do, like, two moves. Yeah. Yeah. And right. he still does his, uh, twist of fate. I almost said whisper in the wind, and I was like, that's not the one. That's the one Jeff does. <laughs> and it's Jinder Mahal. Oh. Sunny of Arabia's. The, the whiff in the wind. <laughs> whiff in the wind. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that Jinder is still so The old. gust must have pushed him. <laughs> <laughs> Corey Graves was oh, like, oh, I feel so bad for Corey like, Graves. Uh, he was reaching, he was like, I don't know what happened. He's like, honest to God, you, you know he fucked up. I don't yeah, know. He's like, right, I can't even, fucked. yeah, we're not going to pretend this. on this one. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, so since all this has happened, AEW has debuted Matt Hardy and also Brody Lee. A.K.A. Luke Harper. Yeah. Um, which I love the name Brody Lee, which, you know, he used before he got yeah, into WWE. Yeah, that Independence name. Um, because he looks like Jason Lee, and Jason Lee's character in Mallrats was Brody. Huh. Wow. That was very well put together. It yeah. was very nicely thought out. <laughs> well, I've noticed I noticed like that. I never realized he looked like Jason Lee until just he does. Now. I I've seen some pictures of him like without all the facial hair and stuff. He looks like he looks like Jason Lee. And actually, I think I saw something on the net, the WWE Network, or maybe it was something on YouTube about him and like sort of his transition from indies to WWE like his oh shit his uh career up till then and i think there was a mention of you know the fact that he looks like Jason I know and it stuff. Like Jason Lee. and yeah, i think I honestly i think that is where the name came from but i'm not 100% sure that's pretty cool if it did yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah his debut i have very minor, minor complaints about it. And really, it's just uh, aesthetics. His promos, basically, where everyone's like, he's making fun of Vince McMahon, are amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. He's like in the suit. Those are good. Some guy yeah. like sneezed, and there's like a big thing where Vince doesn't like sneezing because he can't control it. And Brody Lee was just like, what? Because <laughs> he can't control it? Of course. I don't like sneezing. I can't control it. And, like, there's such clear jabs of Vince McMahon, and I'm like, your character is amazing. That's um, great, though. His wrestling's been stellar. I mean, we've always been fans of Luke Harper here. Yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah, definitely. My very, very mild complaints are, I don't like his ring gear. I don't either. That white coat thing. It reminds me of The Miz. The Miz and Matt Hardy together. Like, kind it's of. a weird, yeah. The I kind of wish he would just, like, maybe not, I don't want him to wrestle in a suit, but, like. I don't want you to wrestle, but I do. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, because he's the, you know, the leader of the Dark Order and all that stuff. You know, one, one thing I thought it was very ironic was that he was an underling in the Wyatt family, which was very cultish and all this stuff. And then that's exactly, he's become sort of the Bray Wyatt character of AEW, where yeah. he's like a cult leader. A little more refined, we're not still right. a cult, but, yeah, but yeah. still a cult. Yeah. <laughs> still a cult. Where he's like more from... Ohio than he is from Louisiana or something. It's from Utah. It's Louisiana. Like a Louisiana. <laughs> Louisiana. Like I'm Louisiana. Love that chicken for Popeyes. <laughs> <laughs> Louisiana fried chicken. That's what it is. Um <laughs> That's anyway, what it is. That, what it is. What it is. 
So, um, but yeah, so we've seen those two debuts, and... I don't think there's been anyone else. Um, we talked about some people that were, uh, let go from WWE. Holy right. shit. So, yeah, we missed all of that. So, yeah, so, yeah, like we said, a whole lot of shit's happened a since, whole uh... Lot shit. whole so, lot of shit. Whole lot of shit. Yeah, so WWE... From Popeyes. We've always talked about the whole <laughs> lot of shit from Popeyes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I was really hoping you'd do that because I knew you could do it better than I could. Whole lot of shit from Popeyes. Pretty space bear sound effects board. I, yeah, I can do it. Just poker with a stick it. and we're like, she's our Nepal. I want to do it. If you ever think you're gonna Only people from a certain age up will get this. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, either one's fine. Um. Yes, it is. Because I have mine on my uh, my my thing, and like the yellow one was like that looks like the bunny that my mom had. I keep that bunny out all the time because I love your mother. Oh damn! I didn't this. I didn't Uh, see. Do you stub your toe on this? No, but I trip sometimes going down. I didn't think about that, and I was like, "Oh shit, there's a dip there." New house. Who are you? Um. So. uh, Yeah. Uh. So WWE. Um. Through all this crazy pandemic, we yes. we have always talked about them slimming down their roster, but not this way, not this way. Yeah, and it's different when people like, uh, well, people like Cody, people like Dustin, people like Luke Harper, aka Brody Lee, were asking for their release, and I, although some of the people who were let go, I know had I had been asking for their release, um, it's. Different situation. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, uh, so many a people. A lot of those people did not ask for this release. Because I'm pretty sure all the people, like, on the production crew and all that who lost their jobs were not asking for their release. No, sir. You got any more of those jobs, sir? <laughs> yeah. But no, it's so sad, but, like, a lot of people got let go. I can't even remember them all now, so. Shit, um. Oh, I can't God. remember like any of them. I can't either. I'll have to look it up. Let me let me grab my iPad real quick, so that way I can look it up on there and keep recording my phone. So a lot of people got released. These are just some quick ones off the top of the top of the phone. Um, Kurt Angle got released. Who was doing backstage work? Yes. Um, Rusev, who's one of the bigger ones, got yes. released. Yes. Which I'm happy for him. I don't think he. I think the rumors were that him and WWE were having friction. I think if he had been released a year ago, he would have been happy. Yeah. I don't yeah. think he was one of those people that I never heard like a legit report that said he asked for his release, but there had always been like rumors that he was like, like oh yeah. yeah, oh well, and I think that period of time when he left was it last year in the spring when he left and then he came back and that's when he had his short hair and stuff. I think so. Um, 
I heard that during that time, he... Was like, let me out. Yeah. I think before that, I think it was more of a, don't you take some time to think about all this stuff. Why don't you bring um, it back down? One that was really sad on social media. That's the toilet. <laughs> Sorry. It sounds like she's brewing tea in there. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say. Emily saw my face. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I almost was going to ask you, like, does your toilet always sound like that? Yeah, it does. So in the middle of the night, when you guys have to go pee, steam shooting out of the toilet. (laughs) It does sound like a I'm in there dumping tea bags in the bowl. Don't you, John? I literally was giggling as I was walking away. I was like, like, when that was really sad. Yes, it did. They left it. I know, it's got did that freezer take, on the bottom. Did they take anything? Is this actually their fridge? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did you have? A beer? Uh, oh, I was actually theirs. They left me here. Uh, I'm uh. actually abandoned. <laughs> <laughs> I'm abandoned like a puppy. Um, we abandoned similarly. <laughs> yeah, they left the shelf and they left the fridge and I think that was. And the shed. That's a fucking And a bunch of shit out shed. there that we finally got rid of. But, I'm sorry, but um, it could not be. But Anderson and Gallows. Gallows also. and Anderson. Carl's and Anderson. And, and Carl. Luke. And Luke. All four of them. <laughs> All 12 of them, apparently. Carl, <laughs> Carl, Anderson, Luke, Gallows. Which, I feel um, like that's super interesting. Yeah, and you know, I noticed that during Money in the Bank, AJ was wearing the his OC shirt, and I was like, oh. He actually did have an interview where he felt really bad about this, because he said I should have fought harder for them, and I was like, I'm pretty sure they're happy to be gone. Yeah, I don't think that Like, that's... I think they were happy making the money in WWE, which is why I think they stayed yeah. so long. And they were like, ah, I don't really care. But now I feel like they're like, I'd like to wrestle again. Yes. So I'm kind of curious. Um, not they're not, like, sure. getting to do shit. Uh, so but like... it'd be great if they went back to New Japan. Like, because, like, basically, I believe most of the OG Bullet Club members are still in New Japan besides Finn, who's in NXT. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that. Some of them might be gone, but like yeah. the main core guys are yeah. still there. So like uh, reunion, like yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um. So there, and then there were guys like Eric Young and EC3, Kurt Hawkins, Leo Rush. What she has been having a crazy time with Mark Henry, right, 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 raggy lately. Um. Yeah, Heath Slater in English, Sarah Logan. Mike Chioda. Whom I was confused by. Like, that's like your head. Uh, I know. That's your head riff. I know. I couldn't believe it. Uh, Primo and Epico. That's kind of those guys. But Drake Maverick. How sad was that? Here is the thing. He's still wrestling for WWE. Is he? Yeah, he's still in that cruiserweight tag. Or not cruiserweight tag. They're trying to crown an interim cruiserweight champion because uh, Jordan Devlin can't come to America oh, what the hell? for pandemic reasons. Right, right, right. Um, oh, okay, yeah. So they're crowning an interim one, which I don't understand. I assume whenever Devlin can come back, they'll have a match. That's crazy. But yeah, so Drake Maverick put off put out that incredibly sad video, which I watched and I cried. I cried so hard. And I, I like creed. Drake Maverick. I liked him a lot better outside of WWE, but like I always liked him as a person. Yeah, his character right. in WWE was annoying as shit. Yes. Well, yeah. But um, this <laughs> was so sad. He was crying. He was just like, ah, this is my job back. Not really, but he was like, I don't have a job now. Like I don't know what to do. And I'm like, yeah, that does, does, does suck. Um, 
But, yeah, they're still using him. And, like, they're mounting this whole, like, comeback story where, like, now he's in this tournament and he's made it farther probably than they actually attended him to. But that video got a lot of attention. And now they're like, he's like, every match is my last match, so I've got to wrestle my best. My best. Wrestling my best. And he's been, like, doing really well. But I'm also like, maybe if you had let him wrestle to begin with, we wouldn't be in this situation. True. True. That's the issue with WWE. Also, uh, some other ones, Mike and Maria Canellis, no surprise there, Zack Ryder, mm-hmm. Noe Jose, Gown, and oh no, Cassius, oh Kendo no. Chris Hero. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Do you think we will see Chris Hero in AEW? I could very well see that, because he was an indie darling, but... He is darling. Yeah, I mean, he's already like changed his handle back to Chris Hero, so I'm like, he's at least going to show up on the indie somewhere. But mm-hmm. the funniest thing happened, and I don't remember if it was Brittany or Brian that said it, Brian, aka Mr. Business, but someone was like, what did Cassius Owner say when he got released? Oh, no. Oh, well, no. But, <laughs> oh, you know, I remember no. this. Brian asked me, and I said, <laughs> oh, oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, ah, and that's what's good. Great. But yeah, Curtis Axel got released. I thought there was a couple more, but that's, I mean, like, the general... A lot of people got released. And more unknown people, like producers and writers and actual fucking people that make this machine run got fucking fired, and that sucks. Or furloughed. Yeah. Yeah. Let go or furloughed? Furloughed. Mr. Furlough. Mr. Furlough. <laughs> Mr. Furlough. Turn to Three hundred. Um, what else? What else? What else is there? So, um, just because we missed it, we're not gonna go over results or anything like that. But so, what did you guys think of the first ever audienceless WrestleMania that was also two nights? I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a that was a lot. Well, I don't just know why? And I know they couldn't help it, but it was just awkward. Although, I don't, I didn't really, (laughs) I'm on the fence about it being split into two nights. Because on one hand, I was like, man, this is tying up two nights. But then it was like, what the fuck else am I doing right now? And, and, do I, did I want to sit and watch wrestling for seven or eight hours straight? Like one pay-per-view between the the pre-show and the regular show, if they put all of this on one show on Sunday, like, it would have just been half the day. And it's just a lot of wrestling to watch at one time. Yeah. For one show, I mean, it's different if you're watching, like, oh, I'm gonna watch, you know, Great American Bash 88, and then I'm gonna follow it up with WrestleMania 3. Yeah, where you're actually gonna, like, picking and choosing which right. you watch. Exactly. Um, I don't know how I feel about the two-night thing. I didn't hate it. It really more pissed me off because that throws off our pay-per-view schedule. Like, yes, we host pay-per-views with our friends. And we're like, well, we're not going to host two nights in a row because I'm not doing that. Because we're not doing that. (laughs) And everyone's like, well, we'll just watch it all on Sunday. And then everyone ended up watching the first night on Saturday. We're all just like, I watched it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The audience-ness part was... Very awkward. It was very awkward, very yes. Awkward. Like, especially with fucking WrestleMania, man. It's just such a char- Like, the only thing that makes it, like, cool is because there's so many people, like, 
and it's just such a big venue, and then there's not a lot of people, and there's not a big venue, you're like, well. Well, like, another <laughs> thing, like, half of WrestleMania well. is the entrances. Like, that's where you get the very elaborate entrances, and you didn't get that. They're all literally in the PC, which I understand. Like, I understand this was out of their control. <clears throat> yeah. So I'm not blaming them for this, but also the matches themselves were okay. Um, the one I actually really did like, which was the one I was expecting not to like at all, was the Undertaker AJ Boneyard match. How how did you guys like? I really liked it. I think if you're going to continue keeping thing, Undertaker around, then that's how you do it. I but should you. I liked it they as a... S- they found a way to keep them together for 10 years my now whole, doing that. My, <laughs> so true. my whole true. thing is, like, they ever asked if they should. <laughs> just because you should. <laughs> stop, or just because you, you could, could doesn't mean you should. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I thought it was really good. I liked it as a, yeah. as a match. I was like, this is... It was, hard, it was hard to see it as a match. It was easier to watch as just, like, a cinematic piece. But it was way more well done than House of Horrors. So, there's that. Um, I felt like, after House of Horrors, I was like, they should never fucking do this again. Don't ever. But I'm glad that they did do it with him. And I think, and also I heard that... um, all the dialogue was just improv. Yeah, that's why so, I was like super impressed. Yeah, but then it, you know you think about the length of the careers of AJ and the Undertaker, and it's like they know what they're doing. Yeah, like you can totally trust them with that. That's very true. <clears throat> yeah, I thought that JJ, JJ, AJ, AJ should have been like denim pants, JJ stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like. I was like, he's from Georgia. He's just wrestling in jeans. Wrestling in some jeans. The I fake hand say- with the glove. Just mention it. So much. I mean, wrestling is entertainment, and I was entertained. Oh, yeah. So that it did its job for me. Yes. But also, it made Undertaker look great. It made the Undertaker look strong because you can control what's going on, and like in your past, like three matches. But um, also loved uh, Gallows and Anderson. They were there. They were doing things. And the part where AJ, like, Undertaker is in the grave, and he's got the uh, tractor gro- going, and he's gonna, trying to cover him up, and Undertaker just appears in the light. Like, I was like, as soon as he was on the tractor, I'm like, he's gonna appear right behind well, you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> have, you, have you never seen a movie? <laughs> like, this is what happens. Have you ever wrestled the Undertaker? This is kind <laughs> this of a shtick. This is how it goes. <laughs> you think I'm here, but I'm really there. <laughs> um, and I really, really actually liked him being the American Badass. I didn't think I would. Yeah. I I felt like it would have just been a little too on the nose had he been full on Undertaker in a, a graveyard. In a graveyard match. Yeah. The 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 uh, the whole thing of him like riding in on a motorcycle and stuff. Uh you know. Especially after AJ like I like the callback to it. Yeah, yeah, especially after AJ came in the hearse and he was like, ah ha 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 Undertaker's like, I'm here to whoop your ass. Yeah. Oh, Undertaker. Yeah. On the flip side of that, though, I don't know how I felt about John Cena and Bray Wyatt's match. I don't even really that, know what happened. <laughs> like That uh, was, yeah, I didn't to know. To this day, I still don't know what happened. I didn't realize it was the match until it was over and I didn't see a match. Like, right. I thought it was like, a piece leading happened? up. I thought they were going to do the thing and then they were going to show him in the ring and they never did. And then right, John yeah. was like, no, that was it. And I'm like, but why did they do that? 
<laughs> like, why the fuck did they do it that it's way? basically like a weird Willy Wonka tunnel full of like John Cena and Bray Wyatt <laughs> yeah. things going on. The rowers keep on rowing. Are we? Basically. <laughs> they're telling where they're going. They're suddenly Daddy, not showing. Like and he signs that they, they are slowing. And the fish. Is Brad White really Willy Wonka? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> he's, yeah, he's not, uh, he's not Mike Rotunda's son. He's Gene Wilder's son. I'm Gene Wilder's bastard. Good day, sir. Good day, sir. Good day, sir. There's a cat. What? I just went that way. Oh, yeah. There's some random cats and stuff. You should tell her because she doesn't have a cat. Unless that was a cat you forgot to say. Oh, yeah. I got a cat. It's like this Louis C.K. skit from years ago where he talked about, like, in the middle of the night feeling like something on him. And then he, like, woke up and just, like, fucking freaked out and turned on the light. And there's, like, a cat sitting on a chair in the corner. And he's like, the thing is, I don't have a cat. <laughs> yeah, I would have been like. Yeah, would be and he'd, like, left a window yeah. open or something when he went to sleep. And the cat came in through the window. And it was like, I'm going to smash you. Yeah. 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 He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Damn. Um, that was also big. Also, that happened since... We recorded last. I think our last recording date was March the 6th. Damn. And Elimination Chamber was March the 8th. March the 9th, which was on Monday, John and I went to see Louis C.K. at the Tennessee Theater. Shit, yeah, I forgot about that. How was that? It was actually, it was really good. Um, He did totally address what happened. Yeah, yeah. Masturbating. It was crazy. In a hotel room with people in it. Yeah. It was, um... So did he admit to it, basically, or what did he yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and some people could see, like, the way he talked about it is very unapologetic. I think he was, I honestly, like, watching him and talking about it and listening to how he was talking about it, I think he was embarrassed. Um, yeah, I feel like he was just probably trying to put it out there, like, yeah, yeah I did it. Yeah, yeah. And, and he was like, because he made some kind of vague mention to it, and everybody was like... Some people were groaning. Some people were like, ah. And, uh, and he was like, he was like, I mean, he was like, we we're not going to talk about it. And people were like, yeah, yeah, I'll talk about it. Like, because he just wanted him to talk about it. It was like the, uh, it wasn't as poetic as the Aziz Ansari special where he dressed, but also what he did was like, like, that girl was just pissed. She yeah, was just no, mad. That, yeah, because, that girl was just, yeah. Yeah. And got caught up in the movement, I um, suppose. <laughs> I'd be like, bitch. Sometimes that's but, what happens, though. And they're yeah. like, he masturbated in the hotel room when I was in there. And I'm like, you could have left, like, physically leave. Yeah. Like, at that point, if you tried to block the door while he's masturbating, always, I'd be like, whoa, that's I mean, insane. I guess this is going to sound bad, but some girls will always be the girls that want what a other girl has, even if it's a molestation or a rape, because they want the attention. And that sounds horrible. But it's no, true. But yeah. I would I would agree yeah, with that. That's and true. So they, they, I they know. make situations that at the time were probably a consensual whatever or even just maybe it was awkward, but you said you know, at the time it wasn't what it was mm-hmm. and turned it. I'm not saying that's everywhere. I'm just saying there are it happens. Oh, I know. People I can do it. There's one girl I know, she and I stopped being Women friends can be about just seven as years. dishonest as men. So yeah. So we stopped being friends about eight years ago and she was totally that person. Yeah. And I'm not sure that she hasn't done that. Yeah, like 
basically try to one up someone on their set. I'm story. just one. I'm just one of those people. Oh, I know like, a lot of people like that. I, well, <laughs> but I do know someone thing, who like, would go that far. People would always be the person. Like some people will go as far as to lie about things like that, literally, so they're just the center of attention. Yeah, and yeah. it's like it's not dismissing anybody who truly went through something like that but i don't appreciate people being like oh no that happened to me well that's not your time even if it did right right not your time to shine not your time to shine you're fine i feel like he threw that comment out there about it to kind of test the waters and see if the crowd wanted him to talk about it or not talk about it we obviously wanted him to talk about like well i think people what no matter what he had to say about it i think we just wanted him to address it because it was Yes, it was the elephant in the room. Yeah, like yeah. less time. And uh, and it was a big old room with a lot of people waiting for this fucking elephant to say something. <laughs> and so um, he did. He did talk about, it. but well, I mean, he didn't elaborate. He wasn't like, well, I think I was fine. Like I wasn't in the wrong. He didn't say anything like that. But he was just saying, look, all I'm gonna say is that you're, you know, if you're into a thing and you want to do this thing. In front of other people. Just ask them first. And if they say yes. Still don't do it. But it, you know, ask them if they're okay with it. And they, even if they say yes. Still don't do it. He's, so maybe and so, I mean, he, he had was a, a feeling that it was okay. And well, apparently it wasn't okay. Well, I mean, I'm just I, saying like I don't know. From, but I mean from what I heard. Like the they asked. That he I mean asked. that he did ask. Yeah. <laughs> but. Anyway, like, do you care if I masturbate? And she was like, no. And then he did, and she was like, how dare you? But then you could even be like, maybe not. Maybe don't. Maybe go in the bathroom. Maybe I'll go in the bathroom. You can finish. You <laughs> like, I don't know, but I feel yeah, like... go in the bathroom. I don't know. I, I just... I don't... I don't know. Well, and then he turned it into, like... Of course he turned it into a joke, because that's what he does. Um, that is the job. But it was really... And it was really funny, because he was like, look, you all are lucky... Because everybody here has a fucked up thing that they're into. Yep. Think about your fucked up thing that you're into. You and anybody that you've done it with are the only people who know. He's like, everybody knows my fucked up thing now. <laughs> Literally everyone. <laughs> it, and I was like... Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was like, Literally everybody does know about your fucked up thing. Um, but uh, he did mention that he... Is dating someone, a French woman? Oh, who probably is like your fucked up thing. And yeah. Uh-huh. He was like, she's 30, he's 37 or something like that. You know, he's in his like mid 50s now, I think. Shoot. And I uh, had a big crush on him too when that whole his like show was really big. It's uh, like a weird, like, you know, because he's not I like. S- I still do. It's like I do kind of have like, you know, but it's, yeah. it's weird with him because it's not like a. No, I feel like he's not—he's not classically attractive. No, he's, by any he's not. No, he's, he's not a conventionally good-looking man. He's super man. attractive. And you know, what? Wait, we'll just go to side tangent of comedy for a second. Yeah, like okay. anywho, Jim Jeffries, because we started watching legit. Right. Yeah. Oh my god, I and love legit. I always honestly thought that he was kind of attractive. He's definitely the asshole. So it's just funny asshole. But like the more we watch legit, like I look at him like when we're watching like. He's not really attractive at all. all. No. Like, even in the face, when you really look at him, yeah, it's the accent. Accents go a long way. Not gonna lie. They do. Like, accents go a long way. And maybe it's the same, like, I'm curious if it's the same for, like, other, like, Australians and, like, 
British people. Are there certain accents is it, they is like? Because like, I've heard that like they actually do think the American accent, especially like a Southern accent, is kind of mm-hmm. like cute because it's supposed to be, you know. Uh, but like I'm oh, curious yeah, how we sound here. to other people, right? Because I mean, so we sound, you know, the norm, just like they think they sound right. Like the this norm. is like normal people talking to us. Like I don't even feel like yeah. we have accents, but even if we go up north, they know that we're not from the north. Oh, yeah. Even though I, I don't I think thought I didn't have an accent. Well, at that's all. what I'm saying. I don't think any of us, like when we're talking, have that deep like southern accent. Sometimes we kind of slide into it. I Mine, think by accident. But the like, more I like, talk, and if I'm like really either passionate or angry, I get very southern. No, you sound like Scooby Doo. When I'm angry. <laughs> mine. Also, the new Scoop movie. I have things about that because we watched that. Mine is more. I feel like I love things I to talk about tonight. I, I mentioned it. <laughs> mine is way more noticeable than yours. Like having to listen to our episodes when I'm editing. I will stuff. say yours comes out more. Ooh. Like in the. If I feel in, like people actually saw us, this would not be what they were thinking. Right. <laughs> like, well, yeah. and the funniest thing is when I. Okay, so both of my parents never, like, okay, my mom was born in Tennessee, but she was adopted when she was an infant. So when she was adopted, she lived most of her life up north. Oh, okay. Like, my mom and dad actually didn't move down to Tennessee until after her sister and my uncle moved down when they adopted my uh, cousin Andrew first. So they all moved down when he got adopted, and that time my mom was pregnant, got pregnant down, well, she got pregnant in Iowa moved and then was like oh I'm pregnant like didn't know sort of Mm -hmm. deal so she got pregnant about the same time and so when they were down here they've only been down here as long as I've been alive yeah but I've been here my whole life and still my mom and sometimes even my dad my dad's not as bad will have more of a country accent than me I'm like this doesn't make sense. sense. I've lived yeah. here my whole life. And sometimes my mom talks. I'm like, you're putting on. She's like, no. And I'm like, no, you are. You've lived in the North your whole life. Like, why are you talking yeah, like that? that. <laughs> she'll say stuff like, honey. And I'm like, good God. Stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> like, I'm like, stop. But no. And like, when I went to Carnes in high school, because I never had a big accent. Carnes but when I went in Carnes, like, literally my mom, my, yeah, my mom was like, yeah. um, I'm just saying... Because I just went there my freshman year, but even her it's and like year. when she worked as a nurse, I would go into her office. They would even say like, "Carnes is giving her an accent because mm-hmm. like it's yeah. coming out." I'm like, well, everybody yells at each other and it's all like, nur, 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 you know. And I'm like, <laughs> they do thing. though, and it's like you got to talk back to him. You're like, "Fuck you," you know. Like it just like, <laughs> it's comes out way. It literally does. No, like you're just the like, funniest part you, about Carnes is that it doesn't matter what race, creed, religion you are. Everyone has a country accent. Mm-hmm. Everyone. <laughs> like, Everybody does. The, um, Even the Juggalos. Right? And you're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you don't, I don't know if it's still the same. I cannot say. But my freshman year, there was a large like percentage of people that you had to say, those are the Juggalos. Like they were actually a crazy. Juggalos and the Twisted logo, which was the same album brand that did the ICP, whatever. I don't listen to them. Never have. Whatever. How do they work? We listen that <laughs> that's that's my Magic. favorite like Juggalo um, meme, but um, ICP. They, they are. They, I, uh, I it was horrible. I had my freshman year. I was in algebra. And I remember this girl sat next to me and like I straightened my hair. And my hair is naturally curly, so I like straightened my hair. It was like literally the like maybe the first or second day of school. Like it was very soon into the year, and I remember sitting in this class and she sat next to me, and I was already like uh. And I wasn't, I wasn't like a preppy girl or anything, never. But I also wasn't like 
I didn't do that. I wasn't all that, like, no, no, you know. And she literally leaned over to me, and she touched my hair, and she's like, oh, man, can I have some of your hair? And I was like, oh! Like, I was mortified. No. She also can had I a have conversation. Some of hair? So her, she was in our class, and then I remember, like, a week later, this girl transferred to that class, and she was also like that, so they kind of bonded. And I was sitting, like, Caddy, like, in the same row as them, and they were having an argument one morning when I walked in about this girl saying that her friend supposedly got pregnant from giving a blowjob or got pregnant and said that all she ever did was a blowjob. Someone was like, that's not right. She had fucking sex. Like, there's no way. And I was like, no, you can get pregnant from that. Like, literally, they had to have a conversation no. with the so teacher when she came in. Because the one girl who had mentioned my hair earlier that week raised her hand. She was like, hey, can I have to pregnant? talk to you about something. Can you get pregnant from a blowjob? And she was just like... We yeah, need to have a talk. Yeah, the teacher literally like, brought her outside the room and didn't even get, wasn't on like a mad conversation, like literally had to explain to her like, no, you cannot get pregnant from a low job. Like, so, where were you during the sex ed? Well, talk and I was also in, because I took choir all the way through third grade in elementary school, middle school, all the way up to my freshman year in high school, and then Karns, I didn't want to do it after that. It was, <laughs> I liked it, but there, when I got into my female choir, because there was mixed choir, there was ensemble and female choir, I started in female choir and then tried out for ensemble, but ended up dropping it the next year, because I was like, I don't want to do it. But like, there were four, okay, one visibly pregnant woman, like very pregnant, one that was getting there. And then two that found out they were pregnant while I was in female choir in one semester. What? Just in that class. They, at Byington Solway, which is the technical part of Carnes, they opened up a child care class, which is a daycare. Literally, you can take a class to work in that daycare. It's the kids of the, the, students. the students. Students, not the so, teachers. No, just it's the, the students' children that go to that daycare so they can go to school. They had enough to open a daycare. That's and insane. By, no, they had the highest yeah, yeah. teenage pregnancy. Like, literally, the joke was, if you go to parties, you're getting pregnant. I, like, if you were a girl, like, boys would literally say I it to you. I accidentally need a pregnant girl in the stomach at cards. Oh, God. She was super pregnant. It was a complete accident. Like, we weren't in a fight or anything like that. Yeah. The desks were so close together. They were like those old school desks where it has like the hard plastic desk part that goes like yeah, around yeah. and going from the side. And I don't sit normally in chairs, obviously. So I was like moving my legs so I could put the knee through the two metal bars that go right there to support the desk. Yeah. And when I was doing that, she was getting up at the same time. So like she stood up and my knee popped out and I got her right in the stomach oh. and she was like looked at me and I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> she she was like, eh. She kept going and I was like. Okay. <laughs> I feel bad, but also, why are you pregnant at this age? <laughs> like, there you go. Whatever. Yeah. Whenever a freshman, well, she might have been a freshman. Oh my god. Like, the intelligence level kind of wavered. <laughs> yeah, I so was a freshman in like biology. I don't know what she was. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm glad so, so. that. Um, we so were my in biology class. My niece, the elementary school she went to, when she got out of fifth grade, the um, she was the only one of the kids in her entire class that she'd gone K through five with. Who didn't? She was the only one who did not go to Carnes Middle. Literally, everybody else went, and she went to uh, CBMS. Why? Did, why did she do that? My sister didn't want her to go to Carnes, and so she she went to CBMS, and I mean, did not know a soul. Did not know anyone. I did it. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's pretty much what happened to me in high school, though, because like they had they just separated us, like because there was no high school that we could go to, so I wasn't zoned for Farragut, even though I had gone to Farragut 
my whole entire like K through five yeah. or K through eight, I guess at that point. So like they put us in cars and there was only a handful of people from my school that went there and I was maybe barely friends with one of them. And I was like, great. <laughs> so when I went to Carnes, I didn't even talk to those people. Like I knew they were from my school, but I never talked to them at my school. So I'm like, I don't want to <laughs> talk to you now. Fanatics were <laughs> not located in East Tennessee. Um, to give you an idea of what Carnes is like, their mascot is the beavers. Yeah. I think that about sums it up. It also smelt of dip dreams and burnt hair. Burnt hair is the big thing because, yeah, burnt hair. Definitely burnt hair. The only time I go to Carnes is when I have to take my dog to the vet. And it's right down the street from the middle school. Right past the middle oh, school. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, Butler Animal Clinic. Um, yeah, you know, when I, I was in middle school... A long time before you guys were in middle school. Um, but I was when I was in middle school there was one girl when I was in seventh grade, she was in eighth grade. I think she was supposed to be a freshman or a sophomore. Uh, but her name was Jackie and she got pregnant and I was just like, Holy shit. It was like oh, yeah, completely was a unheard of. Yeah. yeah, it was totally the small town that it was from and the fact that and this you're talking like the early nineties. And um Yeah, probably. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, you guys were, you guys were probably maybe conceived at that point. I don't know. 1993. Yeah. Around June? <laughs> what was going yeah. on? Yeah. I don't know. Let's see. 13, 12, 12. Yeah. 92, 93 was my seventh grade's year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she was pregnant and it was just, like, completely unheard of. But also, she was the one who was pregnant and there was a guy named Jason who was driving to school in middle school. That's how oh. far behind he was. He was 16, but oh, he was wow. in eighth grade. So it was like in the morning, it was like all the car riders and the bus kids were getting had left off. And he was like the only person parking with the teachers and shit. So oh, like, yeah, did they like give him a designated parking spot just because? Because like, obviously you go to high school, you get to a certain yeah. age, you can buy a parking pass well, to yeah, park there. Because the parking whatever. lot was tiny because it was just for the teachers and the like yeah. cafeteria staff and the aides and stuff like that. Not for the fucking students, because you're supposed <laughs> you to be... You should be gone. <laughs> max, max, and that's if you were a late... I'm surprised they Late let birth him. kid, I'm, I'm maybe 15, when you let, left pulled him back. Most, the middle school. Most places would have just pushed him to high school. By the time he got older, yeah. to drive, I probably would have. Probably oh, they didn't give a, a shit about class. us back then. They probably would have just put him in a sped class and pushed him to high. I, I mean, think by the time... I graduated. It was started becoming like a thing, like the no child left behind thing. But back then, they were leaving kids behind all the time. All, all, all that <laughs> left, the they oldest, were constantly left behind. Literally, all that act does Stay. is like, hey, guess what? You can't hold them back. More than likely, you just have to. Just... It was like Vegas. What falls behind stays behind. Oh, oh God! Okay. Pirates of the Caribbean. What falls behind gets left behind. <laughs> that's yes. That's exactly. That's fitting. Whoa, Keep to the coup. Anyone who falls behind. Oh. Well, now that we've had our little tangent, are we wanting to continue the wrestling, or are we wanting to go, what, what were we talking about? Or do you guys want to take a break for a second? <laughs> I will take a break, I'll smoke a cigarette. Okay. But we do more just... We got to get the uh, toothless wonder thing out of the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. Are you done? That note, that last sip just did... Oh. It went down the wrong way. Oh, no. I choke on my spit all the time. That's been a fun already, new thing like, in the last year or so. My sinuses are already full, like, consistently during this season, but when I cough, it all, like... Uh, time to drain. 
I just I just had a gold and long. It's better now, but So that's one thing about this coronavirus shit, like the coughing and stuff. Oh and it's like Yeah, like what about smoker, so I cough all the time. Yeah, what sucks for me is like when this first started happening, I Mm -hmm. literally got a sinus infection. Mm -hmm. So when everybody was like really like getting worried about it, like I was walking around the school like two days later, I was like, and I could tell people were like, Are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine. And I never had a cough. It was just like all this and I went to the doctor and got antibiotics. It was fine, but I remember that I was just like watching. I was like, I, swear I feel like God. no one believes you. It's You're just like, well, I, I keep telling them, like, I don't have a fever. Like, I'm keeping track of that. I don't yeah. have, a, like, I don't have a cough. It's just like all this. But everyone was like looking at me. It's like I'm going to the doctor anyways. So like, I left early. Went to the doctor. So I was like, but well, I did. I got a. I had a cold. Yeah, you're fine. I I re I had a cold, but I'm pretty sure. My boss gave it to me at work, just because we're like we're using the same phones. Yeah. And actually, when and when I once I got sick, like I carried a cordless phone in my pocket, and that was like your phone. That was my phone for the day. And if I used the cash register or whatever, I'd spray some Lysol or wipe it down or whatever when I got done, just to not contaminate anybody else or give it back to him or whatever. Um, but yeah, he was sick, and then I was sick, and then I like I just had to tell people like. It's just a cold. I'm taking it. Pretty sure I'm not contagious anymore. Like, you're fine. Um, but then, and then I immediately, maybe during that time, started taking a daily allergy pill because that was also was fucking me up. And that's the thing about like the South this time of year. Yeah, like it's like so hard. Like, like you can't. South. You can't tell who has the flu. Who has a cold, who has coronavirus, or who just has bad allergies. Like, it's all... And so everyone's all suspicious of each other. Mm-hmm. Like, walking through a store, mask or no mask, mm-hmm. if you're coughing and sneezing, like, people are just like, what? <laughs> yeah. There was one day my allergies were really fucking me up. Well, I missed my allergy pill. And when I do that, it fucks me up for, like, two or three days. And John and I were going to Lowe's and Kroger. When we went to Lowe's first, I was fine. But then I was, like, sneezing and stuff again and coughing, and I was like, I'm probably going to I'd end up not doing it, but I was like, maybe I should put my mask on when I go into Kroger, just in case I do start sneezing and coughing, that way people... Which, sneezing isn't... Yeah, but it's I not like one any of the sort symptoms. of symptom of being sick, oh, yeah. you know, like, corona, and you're like, it's not yeah, even a symptom, yeah. like, it's not even part of it. So, my boss was in the military for, like, total of, like, 37 years. Damn. I know. He was a lifer. Um, so, and he retired last summer. This guy, I think he said it used to be his boss. I don't know if that's completely accurate. Anyway, the guy went to Germany a couple months ago for work. Um, you know, for military reasons. Um, went to Germany. While he was there, got, check this out. Uh, he got sick, and he tested positive for flu type A, flu type B, strep, and coronavirus. He had all the shit at the same time. 
He's still with us. He's alive. How? He, he, he survived it. I but. think even if I did, like, my body recovered, I'd be like, no, just no. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think his body was waving that white flag and he just Show muscled through it this somehow. This is fine. Like, yeah. And my boss was like, he's a super healthy guy. Like, he runs every day and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. That has yeah. nothing to do with anything he got. Like, I'm mean, like, yeah. Like, I remember it, I just got absolutely rocked That might have to do stuff. with why he survived. Yeah. But, like, anything he caught has nothing to do with being healthy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, flu A, flu B, strip, and coronavirus all you at the same have time. Died. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah who like that? Um, this uh, this guy that my boss used to work with. Um, he went to Germany a couple months ago, and yeah, got sick, and I was like, and holy got very shit. sick. <laughs> yeah, apparently, <laughs> he got sick. No, no, no. He got very sick. <laughs> He got four sick. <laughs> four sick. Sick times four. His his sickness was four loco. Oh no! It was four crazy loco sickness. Ugh. The world's not ready. Although if I were ever to down, he was, down. Give, he was were, down with sickness. Oh god, you have all the puns. I know. If I were ever to be an evil villain though, and like my whole plan was like I've got this virus that I'm going to release upon the world, I think I might call it four loco. Four loco. <laughs> <laughs> You see that like criminal mastermind, like the guy who desperately wants like to be the Doctor Evil would do. The <laughs> guy who wants to be the epitome of evil, and then his underling has to break it to him. But yeah, you know, four loco is already a thing. <laughs> like get sued. Yeah, you, you get sued. Had all my eggs in four loco basket. But then you just see that as being extra villainous because you're so yeah. bad, people want to sue you. You're like, yes. I'm never going to pay them. <laughs> uh, sue me as you may. And then it turns into a TV series because yes. you're just perpetually doing things that you think are going <laughs> to make you more evil. And where is this show? I uh, will write it. It's what uh, we'll do. <laughs> book it. Book it. Book it. Um, so I saw on this thing earlier, just a random piece of news. But did you guys see where Rick Steiner's son uh, signed a contract with the Baltimore Ravens? I did not. I just although I wouldn't doubt it. Saw the headline from Bleacher Report. Rick actually, Rick Steiner was a scary looking mofo. Rick Steiner, the bulldog. <laughs> Him just barking and being crazy. <laughs> Rick Steiner. The Steiners were like my favorite tag team for a, for a few years solidly. Speaking of well, not speaking of which, but uh, have you watched any of the Dark Side of the Ring this season? Uh, I watched the yeah, I watched I the Ben Wall one. So the Ben Wall one was so good. I did. I wanted to watch New Jack, but I, I just New I Jack's didn't. insane. I didn't. Um, I didn't get to watch it. Well, I said I didn't get to watch it. I didn't make time to take time to watch it. Yeah, make New Jack's time. insane. Um, I, really, right now, there's no excuse not to watch everything, but. Uh, Exactly. I'm which, trying not to just live on the couch, so. But I love living on the couch. Yeah. But um, we've watched them all. There's a couple that I really love. The Ben Wall one was probably my favorite. Oh man. Oh my god, that was a two parter, and I cried. I cried so hard. I really hated for his son that he was. Like. His son from the so estranged. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I hated for him that he was so estranged from, like, his aunt. And Jericho, like, fucking angel, 
from above. Like, I brought know. them back together, and I was like, I know. <laughs> I was like, God bless Jericho. Right? I was like, like, he's honestly up there with DDP now. Like, I know. DDP and Jericho, yes. the Angels of Wrestling, like, we'll, we'll work this out, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Get out. Bring it together. Saint, Let's talk this out. Saint DP and Saint Jericho. Absolutely. Yeah, go for are it. Are we still recording? Yeah. We are, yeah. Um, but that one was probably my favorite. Um, the new Jack yeah. one was really good. Uh, make some. I'm, huh? What? Oh, I said if you want some, you can make some. Or I'm, I can make you one. You could make one. I'm not going to say no. Okay. You have a beer, Katie. <laughs> I'm done with my liquor, Ouch. my beer. I, I feel bad now. You don't have to make it. I'll make it. I should. I'll oh, make it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> thank thanks, you. Mom. Keep talking. Keep talking. Mammy. Um, that was really good. The new Jack one was... Hi, Mammy. <laughs> the new Jack one was interesting. Damn. But it basically wasn't anything new. Like, you know, new Jack's insane. So... Yeah. That one was funny, though. Jack. Like, that I'm not gonna hilarious. lie. Like, the way he talked about it is like, so what caught him, motherfucker? And I'm like, yes. Like, yes, yes, you yes, did. did. <laughs> just, like, crazy, because you don't do that. Not really fighting. It's not the street. Like, what are you maybe. doing? <laughs> it's like, I didn't like what he did, so I fucked him up. And you're like, Jesus, new Jack. <laughs> several times. Yeah, he stabbed who, a guy. Who was the he guy? showed the video. He stabbed a guy, like, ten times in the back. And wasn't, in a match. And wasn't that the same guy that, after the match, didn't press charge it? Like, okay... So, New Jack got arrested, and then the guy called him and said, I won't press charges. If we can do an angle If we can do the, use this as an angle and go on the road. And he said, sure. Guy bails him out, gets him out. Motherfucker leaves. Yeah, he leaves town. He just New goes like, to, like, he's he doesn't like, no, do no, anything <laughs> like that. He just fucking bails. I'm like, that guy's probably an idiot, because I definitely would be like, no. I, even if I didn't press charges on him, and if I was just like whatever, well, I still wouldn't be like, "Let's, I'm gonna bail you out." You've already like, not pressed charges and already bailed him out, so it's not like you can take it back. Like you've already done. Well, yeah, like, it, like it, 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 what is done is done. So you are oh, fucked, sir. No. But no, I, I laughed so hard when he said he's like, I just left. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Well, okay, I guess I would too. Like I, I look probably would because I don't remember who the guy was. I don't think he was a super famous wrestler. <laughs> no, 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 not him. Um, I was looking up other episodes of uh, Dark Side of the Ring um, because there's oh. one about the guy that was the promoter. I think. For... Oh my god! Whoa, shit! I forgot his name already. That one was really good too because he did a lot of cocaine, like yeah. a serious amount of cocaine. Like, piles of cocaine, apparently. Piles. Piles upon piles of coke. He was, like, a short little guy. I don't have paper umbrellas, but I have... Plastic straws. Uh, angled, yeah. angled silicone straws. I like it. I like it. <laughs> you don't want to stir it up. <laughs> no, I do, I do oh, like the, I like the, the silicone straws. Nice. Yeah. It's nice. Mm. Saving the environment one turtle at a time. We try. We try. You know, those boozy-ass turtles, they see a straw, and they're just like, hmm. Uh, suck that up. There's a daiquiri attached to this. I'm like, no, Jeffrey the turtle. Poor things think that the Herb Abrams. Bat, Herb Abrams. Herb. He always wore cowboy boots, and he did a shit ton of cocaine. What? And, like, that is his story. Like, cowboy yeah. boots and... That's, I literally the, that name, that's literally the name of <laughs> Honestly, the episode yes. is Cocaine and Cowboy Boots. The Herb what? Abrams story. And that's about he right. might be my hero. Not really... But but he's it's pretty great. Like no joke, he's he's fucking hilarious. Like well, he's not. He's dead. Like a, but he like owns a wrestling promotion. Sorry. He tries to go up against um, Vince McMahon, and like he gets like McFoley and shit like that. Like he got some people. 
And like at first he did really well, and then the cocaine and cowboy boots took over and sad stories. Has many sad stories. I think I may have heard about. I mean, I think I may have heard Cornette talk about him. Maybe. Ugh. I mean, he's an insane guy. But um, another reason why I brought uh, Dark Side of the Ring up is because those episodes. Also, David Schultz. Who is the guy that slapped the shit out of the reporter way back in the day? It was like a was it Doctor Doctor D Schultz was his wrestling name or something like that? Because now bounty hunter, like he fucking that was like back when kayfabe was real, so like nobody wrestling was fake. Oh yeah, David Schultz. Yeah, that was a really good episode. But they also have one with the Road Warriors, which is also very sad. But the last one, the season finale, was Owen Hart. Oh God. I bet that was a hard one. To I watch. didn't watch it, but I heard a lot of things about it, and they everybody was like, "It's it's a hard to watch. Like, be prepared." I don't. I think the Benoit one was harder to watch. I th- the the Benoit one because they rolled Eddie into it too, right? And I'm like, first off, I Vic, Vicky how... cried over both of them. Like, I couldn't no, handle no. it. Like, I was just crying with her. I appreciate that they did that because their stories are so interconnected. That well, and they were to, so close. But I feel like it's very deserving to give Eddie his own episode at some point. Definitely, yeah. Just saying, Dark Side of the Ring, if you're listening. Yeah, or and I feel like, like I feel like Chavo true. would advocate that too. Yeah. Um, and Chavo, I I think I cried. Oh, Chavo was broken. I, I was think like, I cried more listening to Chavo talk about finding Chris. Oh, yeah. Than Vicky about. Not Vicky about Eddie, but because that that'll be heartbreaking when they do. Because I feel like they will do his episode. That, they, I feel like you have to. That that whole thing was very very hard to watch. Yeah, so yeah, like that was very hard to watch. Owen Hart one was still very hard to watch. I want to like, watch it. I I need to. I haven't seen yeah, it yet. I really either. want to. But like, it wasn't as hard because like he didn't. I mean, for love, he didn't commit murder. Like he didn't murder his family. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's, like, it's a yeah. different thing because you want to feel bad for the wrestler because you know there was just a lot, a lot that went behind what happened, but then the act itself is just so horrible. The whole thing is just sad and depressing, and you're like, why did this have to happen? Like, right. you're just yeah, like, yeah. it's fucking horrible. Like, there's no yeah. other way to like go about it. It's just like this is all bad. This is it's all bad. It's awful. Just sad. But the Owen Hart one was very interesting because. If you don't know this, Owen Hart died because he's supposed to do a dramatic entrance where he drops from the rafters into the ring and something happened and basically from the documentary what I understand is that the actual, it's supposed to be like a caravaner that like lures him down with the cable, but it wasn't a caravaner. It has something to do with the actual like clip that was holding him in. Mm -hmm. And the only way he was supposed to get released is that if he pulled this cord and everyone's pretty sure from what I can gather that he didn't pull the cord, but like something happened and the like class broke and that's he fell like a hundred feet. Yeah. And fucking died. Yeah. And it was super sad. And Martha Hart, who is his wife, mm-hmm. actually ends up suing the WWE for negligence because mm-hmm. they hired originally a guy to like a you know, like Elton John and other people that did dramatic entrances like yeah, that. Yeah. It's like hiring somebody that knew. That's what they called it, a rigging crew. Mm-hmm. 
and they were like, the only way you can do this safely is like with this specific caravanner. Mm-hmm. And WWE apparently was like, I don't want to use that. And they were like, well, then we're not working with you. Yeah. So they got some other crew, and then Noman Hart died. And so she uh, sued them for negligence. And then Vince McMahon countersued her. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, my word. That is, that alone right there is If just, anything, you should just have settled out of court or whatever. That she alone is even not so. Well, I'm sure not. But she wanted them to be held responsible, which I totally get. Yeah. But at the same time, he definitely shouldn't have counted. I mean, yeah, I'm like, especially if you lot. feel it strongly that they're responsible for your husband's untimely death. Like, untimely, like, horrific I do think that's really shitty. Accident that they were told that it was an issue. And the saddest part about it, though, or his he has a son and a daughter, and they were so young when he died. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my god. Also, his wife is a doctor, which I did not know, and I was like, oh shit. Oh, wow. Like an actual medical doctor. And I was like, I didn't realize that. Damn, I didn't know that. I think she was. She works in the hospital and she said she was a doctor. So I was kind of like, I think you're an actual doctor. I don't know. They didn't really get into it, but I assumed. That's so sad. I made though. assumptions. I, <laughs> I made assumptions. Um, so, my boss, my boss has four grandkids. His second oldest grandkid is named... I uh, probably shouldn't name him by name. We'll, we'll call, call him, him E. E. Um, e, um, I think is definitely on the spectrum. Okay. I, say, I think is definitely. I, he's, he's definitely on the spectrum. So he went through this, um, he still has the numbers and all that stuff in his head, but he went through this thing with the presidents where he could tell you, which president was like, you know, the twenty-first president of the United States? Their oh, name, yeah, yeah. So he's like, how yeah. tall they are? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, just random yeah, like stats, more yeah, numerical stats. That's, that yeah, that yeah, seems that, to be a that's thing. Definitely, uh, yeah. So, dude is now he's nine. He is now like obsessed with WWE superstars. Yes. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> can I tell you that I love this child now? <laughs> like. Right. He and I had a full-blown conversation today where he just completely blew my fucking mind with his knowledge of, like... So, okay. So, through all this pandemic stuff, you know, salons, barbershops, and all that stuff were closed. Well, he hasn't had a haircut in a couple of months. Yeah. His hair's getting a little shaggy. His grandfather says to him, hey, man, what do you think about going to get a haircut before we go home? He's like, eh. He's like, you can't let it get too long. And I'm like, yeah, E. You can't let your hair get too long, or the people somebody's gonna use it against you in the ring. Cause he likes to wrestle. Yeah, he was like, he oh, actually shit. likes to like try to grapple and stuff like that, and with his grandfather, who who will do it for a certain amount of time. That he's like, okay, I'm too old no, for the no, show. Go away. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> which yeah, I mean, his grand, granted, his grandfather's fifty five, but you know, Dustin Rhodes doing fucking destroyers at fifty one. Right. That's all I'm gonna say. About that? That's all you need to know. <laughs> we, we, we're not going to turn this into a Dustin Rhodes fan club uh, <laughs> podcast. She's like, but we could, guys. guys. But we could. <laughs> but I'm throwing it out there. Because I love. Uh, I love. Um, but, uh, so anyways, but I'm like, so I'm trying to encourage him to go, you know, just be cool with getting his haircut. And I'm like, dude, so you can't let it get long enough that somebody uses it against you in the ring. 
And he just kind of looked at me puzzled, and I said, you know, they grab your hair. Have you ever seen in a match where they just grab your hair, and they're just wailing on your face? And he was like, WrestleMania three, Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant. And I'm like, God damn, what? It's <laughs> like throwing up shit in your... Yeah, yeah. Like, um, and, uh, and I'm like, okay. okay. I started being like, have you actually watched these? I'm like, uh, so I asked, so I have the WWE calendar on my wall, like on by my desk. Yeah. And of course, when he first gets there, his grandfather's like, dude, who's that on the, on the calendar? Do you know who that is? He's like, that's Seth Rollins. And I'm like, very, I mean, just oh, boom. Very good. Yeah, I'm like, very like, good. That's easy yeah. shit. This and so, play. give me so, so, so my boss, he's heard me talk enough about Dustin Rhodes. That I have the autographed picture from him when I met him at Bubba Fest last year. It's by my desk. It's actually right next to the WWE calendar. <laughs> and so he's telling his grandson, ask Emily who her favorite wrestler is. Um, I guarantee I know who it is. And he's like, who? And so he whispers it in his ear. And I said, I don't know if he knows who. I just said, I don't know if think he would know who that is. Because he's not, because he's been playing WWE. He doesn't watch wrestling on TV much. He plays like 2K? He plays 2K20. Okay. A lot. Like, sucks. a lot. Um, it does. It really sucks. But he also watches stuff on YouTube a lot. So, he knows about some old school wrestlers. Okay. Oh, but, like, really old school for him, considering he's fucking nine no, years. Yeah, the fact he, he wasn't even born, he wasn't even born in the same century that we were right? born. Like, <laughs> literally, he was That's born crazy. in, like, 2000, I think. So, um, cause I, or 2010. I was gonna say, in 2000? Yeah. And he's nine? No. <laughs> Wait, what? That doesn't no. add up. <laughs> my, math, my math sucks. You know what? I'm not that kind of Asian. No. Where my math is good. I'm sorry. 17. I'm jungle Asian. I'm not fancy Japanese Asian. Happy Wong Tosin. I know. I'm karaoke Asian. I'm not even good at that, so. Um, but I'll do it. But I'll do it. <laughs> Shit. Confidence through the roof, but it's not I want to do karaoke so bad. My mom said that she would go in half with me on one of those fancy-ass karaoke things with the two cordless mics and stuff. That she has. She was like, oh yeah, you just gotta get on the internet and buy one. I'll give you half of it. I'll give you half the money for it. And I was like... I think it was a thousand dollars worth my 500. <laughs> I might do it. I might, like, I really might buy one. Anyway. You know what reminds me of karaoke? Just... Rush Hour 2. Chris Tucker is in a karaoke bar with Jackie Chan at the beginning. To out, sh- outshine the, the one guy. The guy, there's, there's, an, there's a Chinese guy doing Michael Jackson and he starts booing him and he just goes, boo! Boo! <laughs> and I literally have thought the entire time, I'm like, are you allowed to boo people at karaoke? Like, is that a thing? Like, <laughs> My goal, which I haven't, I've st- worked on a little bit the other day by myself. I haven't told John about this. My yes, goal is, so is that once uh, places are open at regular capacity, open like normal again, yeah. assuming that happens. Um, be <laughs> so my friend Jimmy that I went to school with, he was a year ahead of me. So when I, we were in middle school, when I was in seventh grade, when that girl was pregnant in eighth grade, um, my friend Jimmy and his friend Devin, who was a girl, um... At all of our dances, or just whenever they had, were fucking busting moves, like you would not believe. Like what I was obsessed with watching those two dance. Well, Jimmy and I talk like all the time. Every day he's sending me like five to ten solid memes. Like he's solid. It's great. Like I and and I usually need it. Like whenever he sends it to me, like it's usually at a time where he I'm has just a like sixth sense. he does. 
Um, so we were talking about uh, Dave Chappelle <laughs> and the just different skits and shit. He was like, oh, he was like, when I used to, he was like, in our younger days when I used to be at the club all the time, he was like, any time between tracks, he was like, I would literally bust out in the robot, you know, the guy <laughs> yeah. always in the background. <laughs> And I was like, I love that. I was like, that's my brother's, like, most favorite thing of all the Chappelle Show stuff. And so we talked about that, and he was like, he was like, next time I see you, it is on. He was like, we are roboting. And I was like, oh, absolutely. And I said, you know, I would love to get a group of us, like, 40-year-olds and just, like, all of us just go out dancing one night and just, like, just, just like, tear fucking... a club down or something. Like yes, that. exactly. We might open a club. We probably won't close it down, but we'll go and open it. Like, hey. <laughs> We'll get the, the opening credits here. <laughs> we, we will get it popping, and then we and then we'll leave, and then we'll be <laughs> home. <laughs> we'll be home and in bed by midnight, guaranteed. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so uh, what was I talking about? Oh, um, uh, your boss's grandson. Oh yeah. So he's telling him. I don't even how know how I got to Jimmy and dancing, but whatever. Karaoke was the culprit. Yes, karaoke. <laughs> um. So, he was like, you know, you'll never, you know, guess who Emily's favorite wrestler is. And I'm like, I don't think he'll know who that is. And so, he whispers to him, and he goes, oh, who's your favorite wrestler? Because he was just testing to see if his grandfather was right. And he was like, yeah. who's your favorite wrestler? And I said, Dustin Rose. And Mike was like, ah, I told you, I told you. And he said, doesn't. And I said, I've got a picture of him right here. And he looked, and he was like, doesn't he usually wear, like, yeah. when he when he was walking over, he was like, Dustin Rhodes, doesn't he usually wear, like, a black outfit with, like, yellow polka dots? And I said, no, that's his father. First off. And so that's his father, <laughs> Dustin. <laughs> I said, this is Dustin. And he started looking at him, and he said, that looks like gold dust, but with black and red. I said, that's exactly who that is. And I said, he was gold dust. And when he left WWE, I said, he's with a different promotion now. And he's, his gear is black and red. And he was like, oh. And you could just see him, like, absorbing all this information. Like, There's oh. another promotion. Oh, my. Yes. You're like, okay, you have money. <laughs> you have to, like, scratch the surface. Yes. You don't even know. So, and I was asking. And he was like, do you like. Um, who is it? He asked me if I liked. Oh, shit. Do you like Roman Reigns? <laughs> Um, who is it he said? Oh, he said, did you like, did you like Hollywood Hogan? And I said, the whole NWO thing was fantastic. Yes. I said, even when I hated them, I really liked them. This is hard. And then he said, um, he said, did you like Shawn Michaels? I said, uh, I loved Shawn Michaels. My reaction to that would have been, oh, 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 I said, I love Shawn. I said, do you like Shawn Michaels? He's like. And I said, music. I said, is he easily in your top five? And he said, definitely. And I was like, this kid, right? Yes, fantastic. Yeah, no. But you know, do, with the legends and stuff that are in, like the wrestling game, because he, I think he had two K nineteen before he had two K twenty. Ah, and so he's, he's a little familiar. Yeah, yeah. So and like I said, looking at stuff online, and he, like he can tell you, boom, right off the bat, how tall. Pretty much the entire roster is. You ask him about AJ Styles. You ask him about Braun Strowman. You ask him about Drew McIntyre. I think he's a big Drew McIntyre fan, too. Well, I am, too. But he likes, and he gets wrestling figures. And he'll, you know, and my boss is like, you know, I'll go in their playroom. And he's like, they're doing full on, he's doing full on matches with them. He's walking me through the whole thing. And I'm like, that's awesome. Right. I'm like, that'd be so amazing. 
so I've suggested to my boss that he get in touch with um, Jacobs Pritchard Wrestling Academy in Knoxville and yeah. maybe try mm. to schedule a tour or something for him just so he can check it and out. And also, if you're like, that's fucking Kane, like, I'm certain. Yeah. Blows Tyler. Oh, if he could go there and, like, if, and if, and if Glenn Jacobs would be there yeah. and, like, where the Kane, oh, God, it would fucking blow his mind. Like, like, it would blow his fucking mind. It would blow my mind if I went, and I'm fucking 40 years old. Like, like I can't imagine a nine-year-old like, kid be like, oh, no, we, shit. We met Kane, and yeah, I was, I like, was oh. choosing so hard in that picture. I'm still so jealous. And my he's friend Jamile is like, like, like he's like Facebook friends with, with Glenn's wife and shit. Like, uh, he's like very, inv- he was like really involved with his campaign and all that stuff. Oh. That makes a little bit more sense. I was like, he was just like... <laughs> just randomly friends with his wife. <laughs> I mean, he's friends with him, too. But, uh... Yeah, I told you guys. She was my insurance agent and before I knew who she was. She Could was you my... imagine if you'd realize that in the moment and you were just like... She, oh, was, <laughs> she was my insurance agent. They had a Christmas party for all of their clients that I did not go to. And then I ended up leaving because <laughs> they were Allstate reps at the time. I left Allstate and ended up going progressive. And then once I left them, realized that she was fucking, that she was his wife. And she and I sat at a table together in the back room of their office and had like a fucking hour and a half conversation about life and all that stuff. It was when I just signed on with them. She was like, oh. If you'd like to come to the office and sit down to talk, and talk with me, I'd like to get to know our new clients. So I went and talked with her, and she kept making references to her husband. And I said something about John. I was like, yeah, people, you know, think we're, because we hadn't been together even a full year at that point. And I was like, yeah, I was like, we look kind of funny together because he's like 6'6", and I'm not even 5 feet. And she was like, same thing with me and my husband. He's very tall. <laughs> she was fucking talking about Kane. Yeah, like, why did you not say? I did not I know. Like to her, she's probably like, because he's just... Because of this. This right here is why you yeah, say that I remember we were, like, all, like, just getting back into wrestling at that point at, at work when we all worked together. And I realized that. And I went into work, and I was like, oh, my God. I just realized that Kane's wife was my insurance agent. And I left them, and then I realized... And then I left. And I didn't go to the fucking Christmas party. That they had. Right? Because I feel like you would have been like... Yeah, I would have walked in and I'd be like, what the fuck is he doing here? Dude, is this... Who invited Corporate Kane? (laughs) Corporate Kane. This is my husband. Mm -hmm. Are you the entertainment? (laughs) Are we going to have a match? Who else is he... You still got it. Oh, God. Just like start chasing. You still got He's like, oh, my God. Why did we invite He gets up there to thank everybody for coming. I'm like, what? Oh, God. There's one at every speech. (laughs) It is. There would have to be. Definitely. I don't see how that would go any other way. (laughs) Oh, God. you win. Alright, well, uh, not to necessarily get off the wrestling topic, but I've still got a little bit of drink left, so we got some more talky-talk to do. Um, (laughs) What would be your favorite, or least favorite, most embarrassing memory? What? Most embarrassing memory? Uh, Ever. I mean, I'm certain you probably have, like, a couple that spring to mind, so, like, well, Mine involves a lot of different types of alcohol. Indeed. I don't know Charlie's in Knoxville. Oh, wow, I did not see it going that and the manager <laughs> And the manager of the restaurant. 
That all sounds very interesting. I, we said Detailed. lots of types of alcohol. Detailed. I was like, well, yes, yes. And then you said Accio and Charlie's, and I was like, what? Okay, so quick synopsis. A friend of mine was dating a bartender. My friend, okay, a friend of mine was dating a guy who was going to law school at UT and happened to be bartending at No Charlie's. She didn't live far from there. I went to spend the night with her. She was the DD because she wasn't really a drinker. Uh, I was. Well, that works out. And we invited you're a, a few. TV and you date a bartender. Yes, yeah. we uh, invited a few friends to meet us there. Huh. Uh, and I mean, just drank. I drank all kinds of alcohol that night. It was just awful. A bunch, just all different yeah. kinds. Yeah, I think I started out with a Miller Lite. Um, yeah. our friend. Um. Sure, I'm not friends with her anymore, obviously. Uh, uh, and not because of this name? not because of this situation. The but other because, situation. Uh, our yeah. friend Tiffany bought me uh, a margarita. So I started out Miller Lite, went to margaritas. Oh. Uh, the friend of mine who drove me was drinking mm. pineapple, orange, cranberry, and Malibu. And very good drink. Sweet. Very good. Um, she was drinking them, and I'm doing air quotes for those who can't see my fingers. <laughs> Brittany's looking right at them. Yeah, I, I, I see them. I see the <laughs> air quotes. Watch my fingers. <laughs> watch my um, fingers. <laughs> so, watch they? Uh, she would, was ordering a drink and just nursing it, but she was also, you know the, um, game thing that they have at the bar where you can play, like, solitaire or whatever yeah, games? Yeah, those are. So she was playing, uh, Tri-Towers. Solitaire Tri Towers on that. Yeah. So she was distracted. She was very much nursing her drink. So I was taking her drink and drinking it and then setting it back over there. And then taking her drink and drinking it. So I went from Miller Lot to Margaritas to a drink with coconut rum in it to the GM asking me, Hey, I got the bottle of Crown. You want to do some shots? Did some shots of Crown. Um, also had some other shots of various liquors. Of course. Got so drunk. I'm just gonna, I'll just say it on the podcast. I got so drunk that I ended up in the liquor closet where they kept their extra alcohol with the GM. Give him a BJ. The friend of mine's boyfriend, who was the bartender, went to the locker, to, to the locker, to the closet to, uh... Get more alcohol, and we were they were like the only two with the keys to the fucking liquor closet. How ironic! <laughs> how unfortunate! How, how unfortunate for me, <laughs> who like, was in the dark doing nefarious <laughs> things with the GM of this store. Oh, this is why you're the sleazy. <laughs> this is why you're the sleazy. Doing things in the dark. This is my most sleaziest. No, this is my sleaziest moment. Um, honestly, it is mine. Wait, are we doing embarrassing or sleazy moments? Because I have way more sleazy moments. Well, this is embarrassingly sleazy. I don't, I don't get embarrassed as much as I probably should. I honestly do. Well, this is uh, sleazily embarrassing and embarrassingly sleazy. Maybe something you're ashamed of is that easier? Yes, that is a lot easier. I'm ashamed ashamed of a lot of most shameful moment. Okay, so this is happening. That opens up a lot of doors for me now. I'm very shameful. So the things I've done. Oh yes. So this event was happening in this dark liquor closet until the bartender opens the door and flicks the light on, and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> the reenactment there, you have, and he's like, 
And he's like wide eyed, like, oh shit. And then he turns a lot. And then, like, I get up and I'm just immediately, like, out. Right? Like, you don't finish. Okay. Right? <laughs> I'm done. No, no, no. Like, Sorry, dude. Jesus. Jesus. It's not happening. It's not happening. Sleazy one out. You got a couple of closed sections. You can just get in a booth and jerk off. Oh, I don't care what happens to you right now. So I take off to the bathroom. And I'm in the bathroom. I'm so drunk that I'm. Cr- this is all. I have vague memories of it. It's mostly hearsay, like my friend's telling me about this next day. I'm in the bathroom. I'm crying. I'm inconsolable. I'm laying in the floor on my back in front of the stall, between the stalls and the sinks, and just crying uncontrollably. My friend Tiffany, who bought me the margarita, (laughs) the fucking bitch, she got me started on this dark path. You're the in there. Your fault, you bitch. And Your she's fault. straddling me because I'm laying on my back. She's straddling me across my waist. <laughs> trying to put her hands. This I remember. Her trying to put her hands over my mouth and like shut me up because I'm like yelling and screaming and crying at the same time. Mm. And she's like, stop it, stop it. Uh, my friend Ashley, who drove me there, comes in there, and she's like, what the fuck is happening? The manager, very concerned about me at this point, comes in there, and I'm like, don't let him in here! I don't want him to save me like this! And I'm like, like, it's just awful. That usually goes that way, too. Yeah, awful. Um, anyway, so... Uh, the story just gets better and better. So Ashley's able to calm me down, eventually. Uh, she takes me out, so... She had to pay my tab at the bar. She got my debit card from me. Went to pay my tab at the bar. Put me down in a seat in like a waiting area when you're waiting for a table. And said, don't move. I'm going to go pay your tab. I'll be right back. She went to pay my tab. Came back. I was gone. I immediately moved. (laughs) I was sitting on the sidewalk outside in a skirt and a tank top with just like laid out on my back. (laughs) All of Kingston Pike could see just whatever they wanted to. And, uh, my word. <laughs> so, our friend Simon happened to be there also. And so he had to come and, like, scoop me up and carry me, just basically just toss me in the back seat of Ashley's car. So, she and our friend Tamara, who was stay- also staying with Ashley that night, had to, when they got back to the apartments, they were like, oh, fuck, Simon didn't come with us. How are we going to get her from the car to the apartment? So, they basically just got us, each got aside and just dragged me. <laughs> It's just the apartment. Got me into the. Fortunately, it wasn't upstairs. It was just down a few stairs. Got me into. Someone saw. Like, are you kidnapping? She did. Yes, I probably. Honestly, I think I probably looked dead. (laughs) Carried me into her apartment. Got me in the door and just they just left me on the floor. I woke up the next morning. I woke up the next morning, like laying there, and I look and like my debit card and my license and my cell phone are laying next to me, and I'm just like, "What the fuck happened?" And I look, and my friend Tamara is like sitting right here, like sitting on her knees, like smoking a cigarette and just looking at me. (laughs) And I was like, "Are you okay?" She was like, "Nope." Literally thought you were gonna die last night. I've been and she just the entire time smoking. I don't think she slept. I'm pretty sure she drank more. And she wanted to make sure you were. And alive. she was like staring at me, <laughs> and just she's smoking the cigarette, not ashing anywhere. So there's like two inches of ash waiting to just fucking fall, and it fell on the floor. And she's just like. So Ashley comes in there, she's like, what the fuck is going on with you two? Like, we had to carry you in. Tamara's just letting Ashley fall off her cigarette on the floor, like, what the fuck is happening? 
There's yeah, a that, lot going on. Yeah. So, and then I ended up seeing that dude, like, a few years later. In, You're like, like, oh, no. <laughs> Steinmark or something, or Marshalls. Oh, God. And the, the uncomfortable look exchange between us. <laughs> Pretty sure he had a wife and a kid at that point, and he was pushing a cart. Like, you should have walked over to me like, remember I give you a bush? <laughs> yeah. like, hey. <laughs> just keep walking. Like, <laughs> like, uh, also, scary. pretty sure he got fired from our job. Was it because of that? <laughs> or was there more? <laughs> right? Like, I have so many questions. So, I had, we were, we all went to a bar with, like, after tax free weekend to mm-hmm. celebrate. There's this small the little Irish, Irish, Irish pub in the place where we work. So, we all went there, and it was me and Katie, a mm. uh, cool whip over here. Uh, and Carney Colwick there, and um, our manager, and a couple of the people that actually weren't of age to drink, but we sat and everything, you know, and it was, at first it was like, had a couple drinks, and then it started, you know, the people that you knew weren't going to hang left, and the people that you knew were hanging were hanging, and by that point, we were those people, (laughs) we drank, and I mean, we literally closed down the bar to the point, I remember it was me, the bartender was giving us free shots, he was giving us free shots, and the last thing, he gave a free shot to someone who was underage, yeah, he ended up actually giving a free shot, I wasn't around for this one, was I, okay, but he actually ended up, towards the end, Shay Shay, Shay Shay got, yo, because she was there with me and Carney Colwick and our manager at the time she was the last one to stay with us and the, I guess he just soul. assumed that she had been drinking with us and so I gave see. us all a shot and literally didn't tell us what it was just basically said He's like, just try this. take this and then you guys gotta go which when I took it <clears throat> I couldn't even tell but I knew there was liquor in it yeah. So we did that. It was red. I and like, it was red. <laughs> this is my experience with it. I know Katie had her whole thing, and we'll round back to when I found Katie. <laughs> but I don't remember much of when left. I know that you had to get taken to your car. My car was already there. So I drove home. Should not have. I, and this is where I look back and feel very shameful of it, because <laughs> I could have definitely hurt somebody and myself. But I don't remember getting home. I got lost on my way home because... When yes, because also, we lived five minutes away. We lived five minutes late. I got lost on my way home because they had been doing construction, so uh, they were making roundabouts on this certain road around this time, and it mm. fucked me up to the point where I know I hit something because the next morning when I came on my car, there was that yellow paint mm-hmm. on my car where I hit something. But I had also during this time, and I don't remember all this. I had also been calling a guy. We'll call him. Robbie, <laughs> during this time, who I had been seeing off and on, calling him, saying, I, I don't know where I am, crying, drunk, and, you know, he was concerned. He knew where I lived, so <laughs> like, I guess at I'm... some point, I had told him, I don't know where I'm at. He didn't hear from me. I had maneuvered my way home, found my way home, <laughs> but about the time that he found me, I was in my car, sitting in my car, because at this point, I had to pee so bad, I was crying, because I had to pee so bad, and I knew... I was like, I don't know if I can make it to the, the door in my head. And the last thing I remember is him pulling up, and I peed my pants. Pissed myself in my car. Pissed everywhere. And then Been the there? next thing I remember, yes. I woke up in, what would we call him, Robbie's bed. <laughs> Completely <laughs> changed, hair wet, so I knew I had taken a shower. Didn't have my keys. Had my cell phone and maybe my purse. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And he was like, well, it, you know, got explained like this is I took you. He's like, you peed and apparently I peed on myself. And he's like, I helped you get in the shower. And then I put you to bed. And I was like, thanks. 
but thanks, bud. <laughs> I have. I then looked at my phone and I have missed calls and text messages from our manager at work, and she he's like, "Where is Carney Colwick? She was supposed to open today." And I was like, "Oh shit, where is she? I don't remember what happened to her. <laughs> I don't know what so I do. I didn't like, have my checking car. Your pockets. What did I do? With so her? I was like, "You need to take me back to the house now. Like I have to figure out what's going on." So I get there, I pull around the back side of our house, and the back side where you can pull in the window, because me and Carney Colwick shared room, at that point, our room window was in the back, so I remember getting out, I didn't have my keys, so I couldn't even get into the house. I just knew she was in there, I was like hoping, because your car was there, so I start beating on the window, and her bed's right there, and finally she rolls out of bed, and I was like, you're late for work, and I mean like, it had been at least an hour since she was supposed to be there, and she flies out of bed, and I'm like, open the door, I don't have keys, and it was a horrible morning, because we were all really hungover, and then you end up going to work, and you come back like two hours later, and they told you to go home, because you were fucked up. Was this when you guys lived close to where I lived? Yeah. Okay. When I was in Knoxville. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So that was shameful looking back because I'm like, (laughs) I was so drunk. And that, I actually did decide that day that I would never drive that drunk again because that was the one time I don't remember getting home. You know, like I don't remember driving or anything. This is another story where no alcohol is involved, but it just involved your brother and it's fucking hilarious. So. Um, I was, uh, you know, not with anybody seriously, but I have been seeing some people, you know, you know about this story because I had asked you about it. Oh, (laughs) I know what we're talking about now. Like the way you Um, started that, I was like, wait, what? So this is when you're, well, and your brother's still with who he is and, you know, he's usually stays over there a lot and, you know, sometimes he used to come back like early in the morning. Yeah. So I had been seeing somebody and they spent the night. And I didn't think anybody was home because nobody was. Like, you had gone to work. I don't think... Deb probably wasn't there. I don't think Deb was there. Deb wasn't... So, no, I knew they weren't there and, you know, Brian had been gone. So, I didn't think that he was there. So, me and this so-and-so had sex that morning before I was going to go to work. Like, I was literally about to get ready for work. We decided to have sex. Well, I didn't think anybody was there, so we didn't quiet ourselves or anything like it was full on like oh god and I mean I'm just gonna tell you right I'm just gonna tell you right now like I am I'm I'm not quiet at all like at all Ah, I mean unless I unless I have to be I'm not yeah unless there's like an actual reason where you're like we're trying and I wasn't even trying because I didn't think anyone (laughs) was creepy, but I love knowing that about you you know now, <laughs> but, but I'm just like saying but like I, I and at this point I wasn't even stifling anything because I didn't think anyone was home. So that happened oh and God. he had, he left right after that because I had to finish getting ready for work. So he left and went out of the house. Well, as soon as he like, as soon as that guy had left, I kind of went out in the living room and when I went out in the living room, your brother immediately walked in the door and I was like, <laughs> okay, well, and I, but the thing is at that point, I didn't think anything. I was like, well, maybe he just so happened to get here, you know, right when, right he, when he left and I said, oh, did you see so? And so Levi's like, yeah, he didn't say much to me at all. And I was like, okay. And he seemed like really weird. And I was like, well, okay, I'm going to go to work. And I later found out that apparently he had, <laughs> he, he got me. home in the middle of it, walked <laughs> in Heard what was going on, <laughs> left and sat in his car until he saw the guy leave, and that's why he walked in right after. And he didn't look me in the eye for like a week after that. And I don't think we ever have talked about it, but I knew from Katie and her because I <laughs> asked my brother him was about like, it. "So, let's see yeah. how today." Yeah, so that's one of those moments where I was immediately embarrassed, but afterwards I was a little embarrassed. But I was like, I feel like he's probably more embarrassed. Than I am. <laughs> 
I ever since then I was like, well, this is what you get for living with people. I feel like I don't even know what he said to you exactly. I, I really <laughs> didn't say, well, I heard it all, and I was like, no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I was mean, like in different words, and I was basically was like, I heard what is going on. I heard that might be mine. Said though, because I never really know. Like, what do you remember exactly how we like phrased it? No, that, okay, that might be my favorite quote. For the, that's what you get for living with people. <laughs> this is what happens. I just thought like that was probably one of those stories that I still think about, and I'm like, I feel. So, I had forgotten about that. Like, I feel kind of bad for him, like, because I'm like, we never, we've never discussed it one on one, but I know that he knows, but he doesn't. I don't know if he even knows that I know he knows. He probably so, doesn't even remember that. He's probably that was. Different. But I don't want to bring that up, like, to him. He doesn't remember that. He doesn't remember that. He heard me have sex, like, really, really. He well. doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would remember that. Well, he, he wouldn't. He, he probably wouldn't, but he definitely would never mention it either. Like, oh yeah, I, no, he, like, that was so. But funny, he doesn't though. seem like the kind of guy who would uh, retain that. He'd probably be like, on to the next memory. <laughs> he very much is. He has a lot of memories. He's like, on to the next one. <laughs> That's like, I love having Dev and your brother on, on the podcast. I love it. They're so entertaining. Well, they bring such, especially Brian, but they both bring such good topics and questions. Wrestling related, anyway. I would... I would love to have them for that, uh, that, uh, that, uh, I can top it thing. I can top that? Yes. Okay, we'll make that a thing. The next time the all five of us are together, that's <laughs> that gonna be, be the podcast. I can top that. I can topic that. I can yeah. top it. Okay, so that. go over the rules again, uh, the rule again with me. So if you can't top it, then you, you have, have to, to change, change the topic. topic. It's like, okay, well, I can't top that, but top this. Yeah, and so, then, like, it's... I don't know exactly how you do that. Like, you don't have, like, hardcore rules for it. But, like, I don't know. If, like, the topic was, maybe, I don't know, it had to be kind of overarching, like, drinking stories. Like, okay, I can't talk drinking <laughs> stories. But what was your, what's your most embarrassing family-related moment? Yeah, something like that. Okay. So, like, you know, hey, well, that's, like, the tippity top of the drinking stories I have. But All I of my most that. embarrassing moments are alcohol-related. Oh, absolutely. Which, I guess, now it's my turn. I have a lot of stories. No. Oh, no, I have yes. I have stories about you anyway. If you feel like I know you. Stories, I, I know you. <laughs> um, so, I have a lot of stories. I'm not necessarily ashamed of them, but I feel like a normal person would be, so these are the ones I share. Um, this story Brittany will immediately remember because um, when me and the dastard actually first started dating, a couple months into it, me and the bastard went up to his hometown of Jersey City mm-hmm. for a friend's graduation. We went to New York City and everything like that. But I broke my phone. Um, oh, yeah. I leaned over. My phone was in my breast pocket of my flannel. flannel and uh, it fell out on his concrete porch and shattered. <laughs> and so I had to use his phone to text all my friends and family and be like, Hey, I'm alive. My phone's just not working. Don't worry. Brittany did not trust that. So Brittany was like, Yeah, because this was kind of early on in the relationship. Yeah. Well, I was already nervous and about it because, like, she literally thought he was going to send me to sex. Yeah, I was like, Right, right. The sex trafficking thing. You're going out of state with some guy, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, Yeah. And you He's going to sell you to some sex trafficking yeah. ring, et cetera, et cetera. SBU, et cetera, et cetera. Anyways, so she was literally like, you have to tell me something that only me and Katie would know. Because she was legitimately like, I don't trust this. Yeah. 
<laughs> so this is this story. This was the story I used with Brittany to prove it was me. <laughs> oh, God. And then you were like, oh, shit, this is her. <laughs> yeah, no, no, literally, yeah, cause, cause, yeah. up until now, me and Brittany are the only two that have known the story. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wasn't allowed to tell anybody when it happened. You literally, right after it happened, said, don't tell anybody about it. Tears in my eyes. Yeah, it funny. <laughs> so, um... Brittany and I just got done. This is a very short story, to be honest. But um, Brittany and I just got done from a long night of partying. You know, we obviously wait the, you know, obligated couple hours to try and sober up. But I'm still pretty drunk, and she's the DD, and not the DD. She's a. <laughs> I'm a driver. <laughs> I'm a D. I'm a D. <laughs> I was still a little. Um, but Any I was. Users, uh, I'm we're going to go spend the night at better. her house, and I am. Trash. Yes. So trash. Yes. Trash, 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 trash. <laughs> trash, 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 trash. Landfill. So, yeah, literally, trash. I don't know why, but for whatever reason, I decide I don't need to go to the bathroom before we leave. And here's the thing we get to Brittany's house, I've made it. But I have to pee so bad. Oh. And here's the thing They're, this is when she uh, lived with her parents, their door is very tricky. <laughs> it's not a simple uh, just unlock it and open it. It's like a five minute ordeal. Like if it says anything, we had to replace like the actual doorknob and locks like like more than I can count on both hands since we like had the door used there. to be the door well, to speak like, easy it was, and it requires it, a password. It was just ridiculous. Like <laughs> every time, like, it was so weird, like with the weather and so yes, it was very difficult to open that door. Yes, it was very sticky all the time. You had to, like, butt punch it with your side hip to get it to open. Yeah, gotcha. that, that whole thing. Yeah. So we're in that mode. And uh, so we get there. I We've made it up the sidewalk. I'm waiting for her to open the door. And I'm like, it's like I've drunkenly forgotten about how hard it is to open this door. And I hear her <laughs> key start to jingle. And she's starting to do the butt thing. And the door's not opening. And I was like... Fuck it. Fuck it. And I just pissed myself, like, right on the front porch. And I literally, like, she was like, you were not was like, right what now. are you doing? I was like, you are not. And she's like, yep. And I just, like, yep. she has her hand, like, over your shoulder. And I was like, like no. just pissing, full on, like, <laughs> And everywhere. I was like, I will need to borrow some pants to see it. <laughs> That's how I used to identify myself. And then, yes, Simone, I was like, you remember that time I pissed my pants And then, yes, on the I, and I remember I laughed so hard because it's like, uh, it has to be her because remember that time I pissed my pants. And then, like, like yes, I never yes. thought I would piss my pants until that story I just told about when I pissed my pants. You never think you're going to do it as an adult. But I've also been so drunk that I shit my pants, and I don't. That was that was no, embarrassing. I will say I've never but I didn't. I didn't do that in front of people. I I guess I did that when I passed out on my bedroom floor. I don't remember doing it, but I woke up and I, I definitely shit my pants. So, I mean, it happened. I just don't know when. That was really. Now, I not feel fun. like I I've never fun. shit my pants as an adult, but I will say I have pissed myself sober, which I blame UT's campus. <laughs> Oh, no, that sucks. I actually almost, when I, this last summer in summer camp, I almost pissed myself going on a field trip. We were going to Mayfield Dairy, and I always pee before we go, but then usually by the time we're going, like, I'm drinking energy drink because I'm like, I got to keep a level about me. And I remember thinking, oh, I can drink it and be fine. And about halfway there, I start feeling where I kind of have to go. I was like, okay, I can make it. But then it wasn't one of those pees that, like, go away. It's one of those pees that just get progressively worse. I remember we were about five minutes away, and I literally, at this point, am standing up in the back of the bus because I can't get comfortable now sitting down. I'm like, when are we going to be there? When are we going to be there? And he's like, soon. I'm like, well, as soon as we get there, I have to go. And he's like, are you okay? I'm like, 
I would no. pee my pants. Like, I will piss my pants on this bus. Like, I had never, like, <laughs> in my happened. life. And I just remember we pulled in, and I was, like, ran to the front. I was like, Arr! and I like, just ran, and he's like, do you know the bathroom? And I was like, I'll figure it out. And I literally walking there was like, if they don't have a bathroom, like, as soon as I get in there, I might piss inside this dairy before we even have our field trip. And that sets a bad precedent for everybody. <laughs> it's a bad precedent. The, the teacher's just like, I'm going to piss in your lobby. Because that's where I was. That was fun, though. Oh, man. But no, she... I have one other shameful story. I actually did piss myself sober, but that's not my other shameful story. That was just UT, and I parked in the football stadium parking lot, and they have porta-potties, which you cannot open since it's football season, and I peed myself, and then I drove home with pissy pants. <laughs> it was very upsetting. Not the... Yeah, I was like, well, fuck it, I'm done. Yeah, I mean, can't really do much after that. They did that to themselves. Yeah, that, that's well, on you, you two Because I was like, literally, I couldn't make it further than the porta party and I was like, what's happening? <laughs> like... Uh, like a bridesmaid when she's crossing the street and just collapsing because she's shitting in this dress. <laughs> Basically. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, but my second shameful story, which I actually don't know if I actually told anyone. If I've told anyone, Brittany would have heard this. But um, So I met a young gentleman caller. Oh. What was this? Wait, an UT? No. Wait, where? Uh, we had already lived in Lenore City. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, oh gentleman before Div. That, yeah, I know. That dickhole. Oh, yeah. Um, so I met him, and things like that, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, things got hot and heavy, and we started mm-hmm. having sex, and, uh, a couple of awkward things happened during this. First off, I hadn't eaten that day, and it wasn't, like, not an or anything like that, I just hadn't eaten that day, just... Forgot. Kind of didn't happen, like, yeah. Yeah. Which I used to do all the time. Very nervous about meeting him, so I was more, like, trying to, like, wash and, like, make myself look perfect. Yeah. As a woman will do. And so about halfway through it, I kind of started getting a little shaky. I'm also anemic, so I kind of have to... Oh, shit, yeah. A little bit. And I was like, oh, shit, I need to eat. And he was like, well, I've got Pop-Tarts. And I was like, bring me a (laughs) Pop-Tart. So I ate that. We're good. Get back into it. Strangely, that didn't, like, interrupt the rhythm. Don't know why, but it didn't. <laughs> we were fine after the pop chart. We were good. Give it probably a little bit later. Like, 15 minutes later. Things are going well. Not gonna lie. Writing. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and then my stomach drops. And I'm like, I am about to shit. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, so oh, my God. I'm like, I, don't know I, literally, I, I literally, I literally popped up him and I was like, nope. <laughs> He was like, what? And I was like, I'm going to the bathroom. And I, shit. <laughs> and I came back in and I was like, yeah, well, that happened. And like, to be honest, in the moment I had no shame. I was like, I wait, did you shit in the bathroom though? No, no, I didn't shit. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> shit. No, I made it in the bathroom. Were you at home or were you at his? His house, which is, makes it even more awkward. Okay, yeah, that's why I was asking. But yeah, no, like, I strangely had no shame. I was like, well, I'd take poop. And I was like... Humans poop. Yeah, yeah what like, are you gonna do? I was like, literally, like, you probably don't want to try to go back around there. That's fine. So I was like, <laughs> see if I can help you out, <laughs> I guess. And about 30 minutes later, I had to come, and I was like, I'm looking at... He never came, and I was like, Jesus Christ, like, we've been having sex. And then I gave him a blowjob just to try to be nice and be like, I understand, like, that's awkward. No one wants to have that happen. And he, like, never came. And I was like, I'm going to leave. Like, You probably don't want to go back around that. <laughs> Wait, did you ever talk to him after this? 
No, he actually would not. He would have read. <laughs> this actually makes more sense now after I tell the story. I had told him straight up to begin with that I smoked cigarettes, and yeah. he's like, "That's fine." And then after, oh, after that what? happened, he was like, "I don't talk to you anymore because you smell like cigarettes." And I was like, "Did you think it wouldn't smell like cigarettes?" But no, actually, now that I tell that story, that Maybe makes that's more sense. Why he didn't. But in my defense, like six months later. After I had gotten with the dastard, he messaged me and was like, hey, what's going on? And I was like, I have a boyfriend now. They always do. You still smoke your chin. Yes. <laughs> and he popped out slightly. <laughs> but, like, literally, like, in the moment, for some reason, I had no shame about it. I was like, I'm shaking. Like, give me a Pop-Tart, bitch. You want to have sex? Like, Speaking of shits, and this is um, a fun one, too. I so... require a Pop-Tart. <laughs> I require a Pop-Tart to keep going. <laughs> Do you want to continue? You have to pay the pop-tart Choose your adventure. Please, 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 please insert pop-tart to continue. <laughs> give me a pop-tart. Give me a pop-tart. 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 So, I, before I got with who I am with right now, I, um, I was uh, seeing this guy off and on. A very attractive guy. And honestly, I, looking back, that's the only reason I probably was messing around with him as long as I was because there was a lot of things but he lived in this really shitty little house like not gonna lie it was a shit little house Mm -hmm. but like you know if somebody had taken care of it probably would have been fine but like the (laughs) and once again like I'm saying looking back now me now would not tolerate the mess I would be like I'm out but Mm -hmm. back then I was like I want the D you have it, and you're very you have attractive, D, so, so we're going to continue I'm this. not trying to fuck your house. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that was my kind of my thought press behind, my thought process behind it. There. But, like, so the thing with his toilet was, is he never came out and straight said that you can't shit in it, but he literally said, <laughs> Don't shit if you pee, just leave it. If you sh- and he didn't never said shit. If but it's he- yellow, let see it the thing is, he never straight said if you shit, let me. No, he just said if you pee, just leave it, and I'll get that later. And he said because it doesn't work so well. Never mentioned the shit, so I assumed I could not flush the shit. So anytime I went over there, in my head, I'm thinking, I don't eat anything in. there that might cause you to have the shits, because then your shit's left in the toilet, because I don't know how to flush it, because the, the handle's literally broken on it. So I'm like, if I shit, I can't even try to fix it. I don't know how. So I'd have to call him in to flush said shit. So there was kind of a similar situation where we were getting into it, and I had felt fine. I was just, you know, we were doing whatever, and I just immediately felt it in my stomach. I was like, I don't want to go to the bathroom. I was like, maybe I'll be fine. Maybe I'll be fine. It was just so awkward because <laughs> like, it, like, it, like, it, it hit me to the point <laughs> where I was like, fine. if I don't figure this out, like within the next ten minutes, like I'm just gonna have to shit here, and I don't want him to have to see my shit. Like we're not even really together. Like, we've only been seeing you for a couple weeks, like, and this is not going to be a cute shit. Not that shits are cute, but it's definitely not going to be, like, a normal tiny shit. Like, this is going to be not okay for anybody to see. So, I literally, in the middle of it, was like, I got to go to Weigel's, because there was a Weigel's little gas station. I don't even know if it was a Weigel's, but a little gas station. He's like, That's more dramatic. I have to go to Weigel's. He's like, why do you have to go? And I just remember saying something like, I'm just going to get some drinks. 
and just fucking left. <laughs> in the middle of having You're gone, and he's like, she's gonna have drinks to do this. Like, like, I literally just left, and I remember running into this wife. It was just like, obviously, probably disheveled. I had just thrown on something to just take a shit, and I literally came back without drinks. <laughs> Nothing. Because <laughs> I was so I concentrated. Lied. I drank it already. I literally lied and said, oh, I decided just to get wraps, and I think I like like swishers, and I was like, I went yeah. to go get those, and I think I forgot them in my car, and then he forgot later because we continued what was happening Sometimes. before. <laughs> however, however, I literally was like, when I got out of my car after driving once, I was like, oh shit. Because this house is small. He knew I was there. He could see my headlights. I'm like, I can't turn back now (laughs) to go get the drinks. But yeah, that was interesting. I was like, oh man, I don't want to do that again. Never a fun time. It was very awkward. So you guys are like good with sharing this on an episode, right? Or should I have ended this a long time ago? No. All right. I'm just double checking. I just wanted to give you that option to be like, "Uh, retraction. I don't have any names, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. No need to redact. Yeah. I lived that. I mean, I wasn't going to delete it. I'm, I'm the sleazy one. At this point, I think we're all sleazy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Brianna was shitting people. Thank you. Like, Thank you for joining me in, in my sleaziness. I appreciate it. Well, and I love you I think all. we have uh, possibly sleazed ourselves up for the night. I don't think I'm willing to share anymore. I don't think we should. I don't think we should. So, I'm going to wrap this up. <laughs> wrap it up, B. Well, for next, as... Sorry, you. Right. Tim just messaged me and said yes. <laughs> Did you accidentally Did you audio yes, message him? <laughs> like, oh, you dastard. Oh, the dastard. I'm very confused. <laughs> yes. Uh, As always, Finex, Um, I hope you've enjoyed this new side of us, because uh, <laughs> guess what? You're going to get more of it. Yes. <laughs> so, more we have real big, shit. big plans in the future. <laughs> Um, as always, uh, please <laughs> feel free to follow us on all of our social media. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. Search at three fans in a pod, all lowercase, all one word. You will see the big gold belt pop up with the microphone side plates. That's how you know you're in the right place. Find it, like it, subscribe to it, love us. Actually rethinking our logo. Hmm. Since we're not as <laughs> wrestling centralized thoughts we'll talk about it edit that out but i'll be back to my thing (laughs) but yes uh always give us a like subscribe follow and give us some comments talk to us we love to talk to people especially in this quarantine give us some topics of conversation Ask us a question. We'll all three take our turn and turns and answering it. Exactly. It doesn't have to be wrestling related at this point. True. Branching out. Branching out. Life related. Movie related. It can be TV something. related. Be both movies. <laughs> like, yes. I got you in the movies. Um, and of course, uh, the most important places you can follow us are the places where you can hear our lovely, lovely, lovely southern voices. <laughs> hey y'all. Hey y'all. Let's see if I can get all three of this in one take. <laughs> you can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes. You got them all in one go. Hey. Again, hey. Uh, search at three fans in a pod, all lowercase, all one word. You will see the big gold belt with the microphone side plates. That's how you know you're in the right place. What? Click it, like it, <laughs> subscribe to it, 
Love it. Drugs And if you really like what you happen to hear, you can always visit our Patreon page. You can find us on patreon.com forward slash three fans and pod. Again, all overcase, all one word. And we have different reward tiers. And those tiers might be changing soon. But as of right now, you know, you get one reward tier. You get your own goddamn wrestling gimmick brought to you by us. All we require is an email from you with a little bit of a description about yourself. We could just do it off your name, but I don't know if you'd like that. So <laughs> I don't know if you like Give us a description or it's off your name. Trying to tailor it to you a little bit. You know, more. And if you have any comments, questions, concerns, again, topics, anything like that, that you'd like to express to us, the only thing we would not like is unsolicited genitalia pictures, you can always email us at 3 fans and a pod, again, last time, all lowercase, all one word, at gmail.com. We will respond, either on the podcast or via email. Get asked, bro. Get at us. Get asked, bro. And if you feel... Get at us. If you no, feel inclined ass. to send us a jailed genitalia pic, prepare to be fucking roasted on here. We will fucking roast your pig. <laughs> roast. Roasted. Or shit. To the third power. <laughs> to the third power. And as always, fanatics, stay clashy. We out this bitch. Expect us a bag next week. Dark Order. <laughs> Hoot. Hoot. <laughs> Toodaloo, motherfuckers. Oh, we out. You wanna fuck on me? Not <laughs> that he's actually a fucking doctor.